One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You are now listening to the Save Cast, the number one old school RuneScape podcast featuring guests from all across Gellinor. To support this podcast, visit the Patreon link in the description. All right, welcome to the Sebe Cast number 115 with Uberu. Uberu, what up, King? Yo, I'm honored to be invited. Thank you for inviting me. It's my um, pleasure, man. My pleasure. Did you yeah. know you're the first ever guest that I've met in real life before having uh, you on the cast? How do I phrase this properly? You're the first guest that I've met IRL before having on the cast. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Um, that's interesting. So have you done like a lot of, um, I guess, content creator meetups or like now, Twitch was, cons or anything like that, that? That Tennessee one was the fir- literally the first time I left my apartment basically in five years. So, Damn. Yeah. It'd be like that though. It do be, like, be like that. that. It was fun though, wasn't it? I mean, that was a good yeah. time. Wait, what no, about you? Great. Do you go to like Twitch cons and stuff? No, that was like the first interaction I've had with anybody. Well, I've met like uh, one person. I've met Marilyn Flagg before in real life because he, he moved to my state in my city. So I just hung out with him for a bit. And mm. then uh, that was pretty much the only interaction I've had with, I think, anybody from Twitch. I've, I've wanted to do meetups and stuff with like small groups of friends. But um, nope, that was the first one. Yeah, the, the only other time I've met up with somebody. Well, there's actually two instances. One... I okay, so I had I've, I've I've told this story before, but my brother when I was living in Alabama, my brother was working in Alabama, and he worked with somebody who both him and his girlfriend played old school RuneScape, and they have seen my stream. So mm-hmm. he was working there, and then he invited my brother. So the guy invited my brother to dinner, and uh, basically how it. I don't know exactly the conversation because I wasn't there, but basically it was discovered that, um, so he was like, oh, do you mind if I invite my brother? And then for some reason, like they started talking about me a little bit and they're like, oh yeah, he Mm -hmm. streams RuneScape and stuff like, whoa, like we play RuneScape, like what's his name? And so they literally had seen my stream before I went to a dinner with them. 
And so we <laughs> ate dinner with them at their house and like they had, they knew who I was without me knowing who they were. So that was like a really interesting experience. And then the only other time other than that was meeting up with I, Ryan V who was like mm-hmm. a, like a part-time streamer. So that was like really fun. We smoked cigars cool. and had dinner. So. Oh yeah. So that's where the Rip Bozo yeah. thing came from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he, he, that's he, lore. he posted like, oh yeah, we're at Twitch because it was the same weekend as TwitchCon. And so mm-hmm. we're like, oh, we're, I met up with Sebe at TwitchCon. And I was like, what? He's at TwitchCon? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, I was literally in Alabama like an hour away. So Yeah, just chilling. Yeah. Hell yeah. But That's yeah, cool, it, was, it was interesting. So let me ask you, like, what, what was it like meeting up with a bunch of people that you know only through the online space and then seeing them in the physical flesh? I feel like it's like a a very common thing where it's like surreal for a little bit and then it's just like normal. I think it was like weird to meet everybody at first and then it just kind of felt natural because I mean, I've already met a lot of the people and their personalities through online. Yeah. So like that, that hasn't really changed unless they're like different online. Was there anybody that was different? Uh, I don't know. I, I wouldn't think so. I, don't not, think I mean, so not either. that I've seen. <laughs> I, I think everybody was, you know, pretty genuine person, which is, you know, good to see. You don't want to see somebody who's completely fake online <laughs> and they meet you. There's not like that at all. But no, everybody was 100% authentic from what I remember, what I can recall. But I was also I got sick halfway through the trip and I was like a zombie and like, you know, <laughs> talking like I had a stoma in my throat and stuff. It was I, it was, I must have got it from the airport going there. It was weird. Yeah. It happened to me before. Yeah. No, it was... I'm trying to think myself. I'm like, okay, so we... I don't think there was one person that I was like, oh, you're a little bit different than I expected. Like, everyone is exactly as I expected, which is kind of cool. Yeah. I like that. And uh, you're right, though. Like, the magic of going... I I call it magic. As cringe as that sounds, you know, I thought it was really (laughs) cool meeting up with... It's just everybody that i have never met in real life and then all at once just boom explosion of just meeting everybody and it was cool but then like yeah as you said like the next day it's like oh we're just just a normal meetup now kind of chilling yeah Yeah. hanging out so i guess uh let's kind of introduce you a little bit for those that don't know the uberu so yeah i guess you kind of briefly introduce yourself Okay, um, so I'm Uberu. I'm a content creator on Twitch. I'm starting to do YouTube now. Um, I've been around in the Twitch scene for a long time. I've been a long time viewer and chatter, and I've always wanted to stream. But uh, until recently, I've been very inconsistent, I guess you'd say, because I just there's been spouts where I really wanted to, and then real life gets in the way, like school or work or anything like that, like any other person who's trying it out. And um, I graduated from uh, from college, and I really just wanted to uh, give it a try this time around. So I've been having a lot of fun. Um, I used to play an Iron Man that I turned into a group Iron Man to try and make a series. And then the series kind of imploded on itself. And then I just <laughs> de-ironed to a main because I, <laughs> I just got fed up with, uh, I don't know, with how they regulate a lot of the Iron Man stuff in the game. It's very... It's very convoluted. It doesn't really make a lot of sense. And I guess we can get into that in a little bit. But yeah, group yeah. group Iron Man, they they tend to implode. That's that's a good term yeah. for that. Like yeah, I, pretty I've, much. I've never seen a successful <laughs> like group that actually like has succeeded, like has continued. You know, it all they always last. It's like yeah. a short spurt, and then it's like all right, the hype's over, we're done. 
it's that it's definitely like a content void in terms of like long term like Twitch content because yeah, it definitely doesn't last long. But at the same time, it's like I think that's how they've designed every piece of content that's been released by Jagex because I mean everything is basically an extension of Iron Man mode or Dead Man in terms of like scaled XP because that was like their first. Yeah, group Iron Man is one of the most convoluted game mode. I mean, it is the most. It's not one of. It's the most convoluted game mode because, well, first of all, have you ever, like, tried to look yourself up on the high scores in group Iron Man? That thing's a total mess. Yeah, it's awful. It, it's a, it <laughs> looks dreadful. so... It's just dreadful going through. And there's not even boss high scores yet, are there? For group? Uh, or, I'm not or sure. Is there? Maybe there is. I can't actually... Because what, what I've... When I played a majority of the group, it was unranked once they made it possible to de-iron your iron into an unranked. Mm. But I've also played the hardcore mode and tried to look up group names, which is also... Nobody knows what your group name is, so, like, why would they make it by group name? I don't know. It's just yeah, confusing. that's weird. I, I like guess that's probably the only... I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's, It's kind of just a mess. And I think part of the reason it's a mess is because it was just unsuccessful kind mm -hmm. of like it seemed as though group everybody wanted group iron man and then four years later they released it <laughs> and yeah. so by that time everyone was like coming to terms like okay this is pr probably not going to do terribly well unless you're a content creator and you're you know have a bunch of yeah. like content creators in a team and then you can build some hype around that but other than that it's like and i don't want to speak for everybody because i do know like some jimmies and timmies that love their group iron <laughs> Yeah, I sound so disrespectful to all group Iron Man. I'm sorry, but that's just, yeah. No, it, it honestly would be fun. I've actually considered doing a group Iron Man, but I just haven't yet. So I'm gonna just keep shitting on them until I finally do, and then I'm and then I'm gonna like anti shit. I'm gonna just yeah, praise. Like, I love Iron. this yeah. game mode. It's great. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. The thing with group is like it's it's always a good idea until you start it and you're like, holy shit, I'm playing a group Iron Man. I've become the meme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just I don't yeah. know. It's like it's it's cool. It's interesting. If you have like an interesting, you know, team composition to play with, it could be really fun, especially even with friends. And yeah. I know um I know Idol talked a lot about this because he was making suggestions like where you could pay to like sort of like a Rust server. I remember, I think it was in one of your casts, maybe. Mm -hmm, with mm -hmm. him. And he was talking about like a Rust server where like you could invite like, I don't know, 100 people and then you have like a cap on it. That money directly goes to fund Jagex, which would solve like the membership issue of them trying to push content that people don't want because they're trying to drive membership and stuff like that, which I really like that idea. I think, I mean, it will create a segregation with the game, but yeah. I think it's end of the day like it's not going to matter because people will end up quitting or play their own private servers or do whatever they want to do because i don't know yeah i think that, it's already fragmented enough as it is right now idol brought Personally. up that idea of like private servers that like you could just get from jagex so they wouldn't be unofficial they'd be official private servers that you can just rent out and just have a bunch of content creators or do your own thing and right. that sounds fun but yeah i really do want and this would all the only way to know if it would be successful or not is to like actually beta test it or to like actually kind of just kind of pre-release it and just see what happens. Because seriously, like I could just talk all day about what I think would happen. I think, you know, the game would die or something or just whatever. But literally, it's it's hard to know. It could be so much fun, especially when Idol was talking about like 
you being a you as like the leader of the server can adjust drop rates of items adjust like what items are dropped from certain monsters customize the stores customize just like all these things that for a and again this is for like a content creator's perspective it's incredible like that's like the most amazing thing ever to do but for the average player is that going to be a healthy road to go down for the longevity of the game it's like really tough to say yeah i guess in that context it probably wouldn't be because i think a lot of people really you know don't have a lot of time compared like the more casual like enjoyer of runescape is is, like very focused on their progress so like to have that completely wiped in a way yeah i could see i could see that kind of disdain yeah it's it's tough but at the same time those without as much time would actually maybe enjoy a server like that where hey like everything's just really common and you can just have a ton of fun we can set up different rules each time and like you do and you could even adjust like stats of items which was like really cool i think like being able to just make a weapon i don't know like if this was a possibility like if you could just literally adjust everything then yeah, the game would just be a total mess. It would be like RS3. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm kidding. Yeah. But like... Then it'd be like those like private servers where it's like, oh my God, we got Pikachu pet or whatever. You know, <laughs> yeah. you ever see those on uh, Twitter? Yeah. And, and, have, yeah. And that's exactly where it would go. Like we we can't really imagine that it just stopping at, okay, we can just adjust, we can just, just adjust drop rates. No, it would be mm-hmm. it would be a slow slippery not even slow. It'd be a slippery slope fast of like just rune light coming in and just shoving tons of stuff just everywhere basically. So yeah. I don't know. It would be a mess and I doubt Jagex has any interest in ever releasing something like that at least for the time being. Still cool. Yeah. Though. I still I still definitely see that as the future cuz like and, and this current point in the game like what else what other game modes can they release that's other than like leagues or like a dead man mode reborn or something like dude that there honestly are some really cool modes that i think and, and they've been modes that have been talked about one is the masochistic sadist mode which is the um hardcore <laughs> ultimate but oh, yeah. it's but it's hardcore ultimate where you cannot own a house and you cannot physically pick up a looting bag. Like, you can never have a looting bag. You can't die, so you can't use any death storage. And you can't have a house to store things. And you can't build stash units. So Yeah, that, that is insane. Yeah, like, that, that's what I want to see. Oh, and when you die, you're actually, you're not crossed off. You're just deleted. Like, you're just gone. I mean, to be honest, if you died as a hardcore ultimate, you're not going to want to play your normal ultimate when you lose status. Like, let's be honest. It's, you just want to transfer the items in real world trade and then, like, dip, basically. So, I think the way to do it, to make it the most extreme, is that if you die, your account is literally just gone it's just deleted you could transfer membership maybe over to another account but i have always been a proponent in like wiping your account in terms of like because i always i view hardcore in the terms of like diablo if you've ever played that or understand how it works Mm -mm. where like as soon as you die your account is like you just log out and like it's wiped and like like and that would make that would have made hard hardcore uh high scores way more um sought after i feel like because I really liked um, how extreme they took hardcore with that. Where, like, even if you DC, like, it's just kind of it is what it is. And I mean, that's how it is also with the game now. But there is a lot more, like, 
plotting you'd have to do because a lot of the hardcore mechanics now you can still bypass like chambers of Zarek and mini games yeah. and stuff and i feel like they should have just like straight off rip should have made it where you could brick the account because it one it would have made the items not be drop traded and like bring an influx of that into the market but also would have just made it more interesting and like more compelling i feel like for people who want to play hardcore because i was a big hardcore player in the beginning as well and i really enjoyed it yeah i I feel like it still had that compelling nature i mean hardcore iron man was the shit for like five years straight yeah i mean it just feels like it's died down recently like a lot in terms of the interest in it and also well it it has because like the game is just so long term i mean it's fucking runescape and like repeating that like there's only a few psychopaths that can just continually remake mutz is one by the way i gotta give so much praise to mutz that dude has one of the most beastly hardcores right now yeah of like of all time and and he's on his like 30th or something like not actually 30th but the dude literally is born for hardcore and he has continued it where like almost every other person has just kind of given up on the hardcore mm-hmm. there's still some hardcores but they're not they're not taking it seriously mutz i swear is like the only content creator hardcore that's really just been going so hard on it ever since release it's yeah. crazy i agree um the other mode i would like to see is mithril man mode that mm. that was the one where you it's like a fresh economy you it, it would be like you can only interact with other mithril men so you start as a mithril man you cannot you cannot use the grand exchange it's kind of like you're an iron man but you can boss with any other mithril men so it's like a huge group iron man like you could do alting methods and stuff but it would only be with other mithril men if you want to get the drop and you can trade other mithril men so it's like its own little economy in the game of course Mm -hmm. that would kind of cause some you know segregation within the player base again but like who cares at this point i don't i I don't see that as like a main issue i see it as yes it is a minor issue that will come with anything but like i don't know i think that would actually be really cool you just and and then part of the Part of the fun of that mode would be your own fresh economy. You know if there's no grand exchange and you have to trade each other if you want stuff, there's going to be little areas, maybe in a little like – it wouldn't be Zybez anymore. It would be like a runelite form or something where you can like sell your stuff. <laughs> but th- I mean you'd probably bring back like Varrock West Bank trading or something, just mythical oh, men yeah. there, you know, just chilling. Yeah love to see that yeah i always thought that would be a cool idea and then there's the bajillion leagues ideas i was talking about the benjamin button mode remember that <laughs> i remember you yeah i remember you talking about this <laughs> you start off on tutorial island maxed and you just try to get to level one in all stats as quickly as possible it would be the mm-hmm. most strategic it, this would be a league by yeah. the way this would be like something just for yeah, fun yeah. but yeah that'd be cool yeah that would be definitely be something you have to plan out because you just break your account at some point in terms of like <laughs> training on this so that'd be yeah. really interesting as i said I'd, I'd even see that as like a a like you know what was that it was like a skill of the month or whatever whatever uh, king of the skill king of the skill i could see that as king of the skill but like in reverse for like leagues like as an extension yeah but then it's like three different game modes in one which is like i, I wouldn't put it past them but i don't know dude i'm <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't done another King of the Skill or just yeah. a- anything like that. 
recently. That's crazy, actually. That that was really fun. I, dude, I got upset with that though. Like, I think I took it too seriously, and and like I didn't actually even participate. But the reason I didn't participate was because um, I don't know. I think I overthought everything. I was like, okay, if I want to go for this then I basically have to log in at day one and do these like log out strats and do this. Well, I was thinking of like farming, for example, like if you really yeah. wanted to get rank one farm, you have to start day one and just keep logging out and logging back in when you're farming patches or it just seemed like a huge mess. And like, there was a bunch of methods like that with almost every skill where it required, like I was thinking of doing crafting and this is back when you would do charter ships for it. And I was just yep. thinking, dude, it's literally you have to almost have an alt in there scouting world so that the charter ships are full like you got to go like so hard on this stuff and it was just like a big mess uh i wasn't really interested in it i feel like those yeah yeah i feel like it's it's like i think you have to try it once really just with anything whether it's dead man leagues any of those game modes i think it's worth trying it once and seeing like you know, do I really enjoy this? And then watching somebody who's really mastering it, I feel like is is a lot more enjoyable because you get to learn more from the experience and then you can apply it. But also, I've just, yeah, like a lot of the leagues um, that I wasn't interested in, I've watched people and I felt like I enjoyed it more personally, just whether it was yeah. like how it was structured or how they made certain updates. And I think in the last league, a lot of people got uh, very upset with, whatever it was where they fixed some point value or something and people were really disgruntled about it. I don't really know it happened, but the worst thing they ever do with leagues is just make an arbitrary extension to it. Like, Oh, you guys seem to be enjoying this. We'll just extend it two weeks. People have literally, people have planned out their work to cancel work for six weeks to compete in this. And then you add two fucking weeks to it. Like what is wrong with you guys? And then the worst part, that whole thing was a mess because they literally scheduled leagues for like November and then they just scrapped it like the week before. So people that were like planning to call off work and stuff are just like, what the hell, Jagex? You can't just move this three months ahead or something just like a week before. I don't know. That whole, I get pissed off secondhand for those that are like actually taking it seriously. I don't take it seriously. I just pretty much watch, but I'm like actually getting frustrated for the people that try to take it seriously and just get screwed over by stuff like that yeah i mean that's a common jagex thing is just with de- <laughs> with the uh, deadlines and yeah. dates that, that don't follow through but i mean it is hard to especially with COVID at the time probably so i could imagine that being an issue it sounds like they're doing something so for next leagues it sounds like they're just making hard caps or sorry not caps but just like hard set goals of how to get dragon trophy and rune trophy so it, it's not based on ranks anymore oh it's just based on like okay if you can get fifty thousand points you can get dragon trophy but they're now they couldn't have done that initially because they wouldn't have known like how difficult it would be but now that they have three leagues under their belt like they can kind of yeah. be like okay this is reasonable to get dragon trophy so now it's kind of cool because now you're not just at the mercy of how sweaty players are going to be to get your Dragon trophies. Like I have not achieved any trophies in leagues, but I just for those that do, uh, yeah, that that should be nicer. I think. Wait, so have you have you competed in leagues at all, or like? Yeah, I competed in the first twisted league, which I guess is just the first league, and then I think the one directly after that, because I think there was three total, correct? Yeah, twisted, trailblazer, and then shattered relics. 
yeah, Trailblazer is the the last one I competed in, and that one was really fun. But I I felt very burnt out towards the end just because of the arbitrary goals I had to go for weren't interesting to me, and a lot of my friends quit, so, which is like a lot of the the shift in how I played the game. A lot of the time was playing solo in the beginning, especially as a hardcore Iron Man, and now it's kind of more so guided towards like having fun with friends, but also enjoying the game as much as I can. So how has that been? Because I feel like I'm still in the solo wagon of just... I feel like, yeah. yeah, I feel like a huge proponent of that was de-ironing. And, like, it really is kind of weird to see because a lot of people like Bodhi um, really pushed the main game the last year. And I think it's become more of a, like, staple in terms of, like, content creation or, like, people who stream just in general mm-hmm. um, have really sort of navigated towards main accounts, which I feel is probably the future for the next year or two until something new comes out that's like really revolutionizing the way people play the game or like just like a huge spike in terms of interest um i think being a main well if you're an iron man who's gotten a shitload of drops and dupes and stuff then you're fine because you can go raid with anybody you want but i was a person who used to be a serial staker and lost all my money and then I became an Iron Man, like how most people become Iron Man. And then you have no money. So like any like dupe you get from Barrows, wow, that's six hundred K. Yeah, I can't wait to split that at, you know, chambers when we get a Tebow. And then you can't split anything. And then you it was a real honestly, de ironing was a huge incentive because I just had no money. And also yeah. yeah, it's just like I wanted to play with my friends, really. And I felt very alone playing the game most of the time as an iron man so oh it's extremely lonely and the crazy thing is is and like i've talked about this a million times is main man mode now is literally just iron man mode the collection log is the only Mm -hmm. thing that i i feel like the collection log is really what things is the thing that most people care about because iron man when it first came out it was cool that when you show off an item or you have an item in your bank, you know for a fact that you obtained it. And now right. with the collection log, you have that same sense of accomplishment, that same just set in stone thing that, hey, I got this on my collection log, which means I got it. And now you're a main, which means you don't have to... Dude, I was sitting in a stream and people were like raiding and doing whatnot. And I was sitting there like clicking elves, like just mm-hmm. for like four hours yeah <laughs> like and it, it like really was starting to hit me i'm like huh <laughs> now i don't really mind this because i don't mind it that much i used to not mind it i actually used to enjoy like the chores and stuff but that kind of has changed recently because i just i, I think i value my time a little bit more i still obviously spend all my time playing runescape and then just you know, if I'm logged out, just being depressed or whatever, <laughs> but like, yeah, but that's relatable. Yeah. <laughs> but like yeah. in game, I, I had never really minded those chores, but now I think about it. I'm like, dude, it always felt as an Iron Man that as you progress, you're going to get to a point where you're chilling, you know, like you're just mm-hmm. good. And that never really seems to be the case. It even at my stage where I have like 1.5 bill XP and all these items, it still feels like nonstop I'm doing chores. 
And it's all for like more crystal shards, for divine pots, more blood shards. And it's always the most just disgustingly boring, repetitive (laughs) bullshit. Like thieving elves, there is nothing more infuriating than thieving fucking elves. The the success rate is lower than 50%, even with necklaces and with um, whatever that spell is, uh, Shadow Veil. It's horrible. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah, that and blood fury farming is the oh. two worst things by far. Like there are people who go incredibly dry just just on because you only need one item. You don't need like shards or like, you know, whatever from uh elves. So personally, that was one of the really annoying things, especially how Blood Fury, if you want to go for like hard mode tob kits or like um if you want to go for 500s or like anything like that on an iron man like you're pretty much going to want to be using the blood fury just because it's like a a huge crutch that helps you with any kind of content for late game Mm -hmm. and as an as an iron man it's just such a huge time sink that i don't know like i respect people who like you who like take the time and like do the chores and like you know have played their account for as long as they have it's but it's just so debilitating doing that for so long. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, yeah, I totally resonate with that because I was one of those people. So, yeah. It, yeah. It, yeah. It's like my younger self really enjoyed that kind of stuff. Cause I honestly, when I first started this game, I was a skiller at heart. I love just doing monotonous repetitive activities and just seeing number go up. Like that was mm-hmm. fun for me. It wasn't really until I got the 20 KC Tebow where I was like, <laughs> I could go get an infernal cape right now and flex on them hoes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that was that was like the arc of okay, I'm gonna start learning how to PVM, and then that became like a huge addiction. And then I just wanted to get a bunch of items for my account, pimp it out. But deep down, it's like I still have that kind of skiller mentality where I just want to like progress my account. But I will mm-hmm. say, I mean, it's a little bit it just it's just different now because I've gotten older and I just. I don't see the game as, like, complete obsess. I I don't obsess over this game anymore, like, completely as I used to, where it was just, dude, I wake up and I just think about RuneScape. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, have you ever had that, by the way? We're just, like, the the whole full-on addiction. Dude, when I was doing Hardcore back in 2018, whenever it came out, dude, like, I would, I I mean, everybody has the nightmares, but, like, they were very vivid. Like, it's like where you wake up in a cold sweat and a panic attack, and you're just like, there's no way I just died. And then you're like, oh, I'm fine. (laughs) Like, it's totally fine. Yeah, but you, like, rush to log in, and you're just, oh yeah, you care about it so much. Yeah. Yeah, it was a huge investment. I think that just comes from being younger and um yeah i don't know i don't know what it is really it's just i just think naturally as you get older you just become less interested with things that you like spend all your time doing because you are spending it's like that like ten thousand hours principle like we've learned pretty much most of all the basic fundamentals of whatever we're honing our craft in even though it's kind of cringe to say that's runescape but also i don't know it's like kind of cool because like any game in comparison like you're like extremely advanced compared to if you played like a like valorant or something you would oh, be yeah. nearly as good you know what i mean <laughs> i know so it's, it's, yeah. it's actually disgusting how much i know about runescape and and uh, i even think of how little i know about runescape and that when i think of like the little things i don't know it's like uh, or sorry there's a lot of things i don't know about runescape and a lot of that is the early game it's like mm. So I've been thinking, like, if I was ever invited to Gilinor Games or something, or if I was 
invited to do like some challenges. Most challenges that people are going to set are something that has to do with early game. Not yeah. like go kill Fasani's Nightmare for nine months straight. <laughs> Just fucking yeah. bash your brain in. No, but like sometimes I feel like I'm actually kind of a boomer toward this game. Like I used to know like everything. I still know a lot of the advanced stuff, but man, that early game stuff, when I see, for example, the farmers that have started back up and they're doing all their quests and stuff like Foe, he's just a machine with quests. I'm like, how the fuck? Like, first of all, the, first of all, that's like the le- that is like the content I least look forward to ever doing is like repeating quests. I just, I don't find yeah. that enjoyable. But on top of that, like when you repeat it so many times, you just do that league after league and do just little game modes here and there. We're just doing all this like early game stuff. Like I have completely forgotten how to do that. The last time I did early game was literally 2016, 2017 damn so that's a long time yeah even though i feel like super advanced at this game i still feel like shit i'm i'm like losing my like all early and mid game knowledge it's just gone now just stuck stuck in the clouds weren't you at a time like considering playing a new account i remember you talking about that at some point dude i've literally considered that so many times it's it's actually pretty consistently probably like every week or so I'll, i'll think about it i'll just be like man should i do like a group iron man or should i do like another account the problem is is it's at the end of the day i always just go back to it's runescape this is a game where you spend thousands and thousands of hours doing stuff and and i'm not one of those players that just wants to play an account for a couple hundred hours and then remake a couple hundred hours remake come on and i'm a content creator toward this game so i'm trying to just understand like what do I truly value from this game? Like I've I've lost that super addiction toward mm-hmm. it, but I still like the fact that I get a login to like a really nice progressed account and kind of just do whatever I want. Although I always kind of feel a little bit boxed in. I'm like, what what do I actually like? What are my actual goals? A lot of it kind of revolves around clue scroll hunting, but then I think like well first of all there hasn't been a clue update in just years like there just clues feel so stale and we've gotten to a point where like i feel like things need to drastically change with clues and now i'm going to go on this clue tangent now but like dude like <laughs> it's the it's, it's the age of collection log yeah like there are certain ages where you can just say like okay fuck the past fuck the purists that say never change this game like Hey, Jace made a tweet talking about like just adjusting elite clue rates because they're so ancient and they make no sense at almost like every boss. And a lot of people do care about collection log nowadays. It's the same thing with Iron Man. They initially said we'll never cater to Iron Man. And then you just see a a billion Iron Man everywhere. And they're like, okay, we kind of have to cater to them because it's a game for fun. This isn't just like, okay, we are going to stick to the purists that haven't even played in iron man and just keep listening to them yelling on twitter just with their anime profile saying you said you would never <laughs> cater to iron man and just fucking like pushing up their glasses with their finger it just like you said you would never do that like who the fuck cares anymore just it's a game yeah. like it's a video game just make it more fun there's there's tons of people that are collection logging tons of people that actually care about doing clues now but they're so ridiculous some of these grinds, that, it's like, dude, just that, that age of game integrity for like main accounts has died like 
I don't know, like I feel like years ago at this point, like the game has always been in the in the past couple of years an Iron Man centric game mode because that's the majority of people who play the game. And yeah. like whether yeah. whether people like to admit it or not, that's just how it is. And some people just can't accept that and they yeah. Yeah. They and like their game on Twitter and it's just it's an echo chamber for the most part. But like, you know. Yeah. And most people will troll about it. Like I will yeah. literally even troll, like, you know, just we chose to limit ourselves, whatever, and, you know, we said we never catered to that. Most people are just trolling, but there actually are genuinely the people that just get pissed off if they ever catered Iron Man. They get furious. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, you actually de-ironed, as you stated, and you made a group Iron Man, and then you just completely scrapped that when it imploded and became a main account. But So... You were pretty close to maxing on your Iron Man. Were you kind of, like, questioning whether or not you should... I thought I thought about it for a long time, but I was one of the Iron Men who were like extremely unlucky. And that I mean, that just goes across all my accounts. Like I think I've done over I mean, I'm not like Godspade unlucky with like with uh Tebow until he finally got it, but like over over all my accounts I've had over like two thousand regular chambers and I think I've maybe had one Kodai and like three Elder Malls. Like I've I've never gotten a Tebow. I've never gotten a scythe in my name. It's just like one of those situations Ugh. where you, you're just drastically unlucky. And it's like, huh, they're making unranked group Iron Man where I can borrow all of my friend's gear who got spooned, <laughs> who doesn't play the game. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. I'm going to go do that. So then I did that, and it was great. It really it really didn't make sense for, I guess, a content-like creator perspective because as like an Iron Man would normally do, you'd grind an account for as long as humanly possible. Kind of like how like your account is set up where you kind of just play one account like yours or like Curtis's where mm-hmm. you just have insane amounts of, you know, grinds that you've done where like your bank is completely full. It looks like a private server because you have like 50,000 <laughs> million gems and you've yeah. done all these raids, you know. And uh, it, it was getting to that point where I was starting to like encroach on that, but I just had no, no good gear. And all I did was like grind <sighs> raids and it burned me out. So I did... Uh, become an unranked and I wanted to make my series revolve around um, this weird market that was being created around unranked group Iron Man items which is like essentially you're an Iron Man and you're selling items to these unranked group irons by joining their group and selling it to them at like an exorbitant rate like 3 to 4x GE value <laughs> Wait, which was really? like yeah Holy it was shit. insane it was an insane market at the time because it was so unregulated. Okay, you got to explain this to me. What? Who is actually paying those amount? Like, who Idiot. actually cares? How complete idiots are paying for this. <laughs> it's like people. It's like people who buy something because they can flex that they have it. Like, say you're say you're a brand new unranked group fireman. You're like, I want a scythe. I'm gonna go pay 800 mil for a scythe, and, and then they do, and then they have it, and then they're just like, yeah, I'm that guy, and like. Like there's no incentive for you to do that. And nobody gives a fuck. Money. Nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> and I was like, I'm gonna capitalize on this. So I oh made God. made it unranked. And my friend, you know, my friend had Ellie, Tebow. He had like every piece of Max gear. And we were like mismatching gear because like you know I had Masori legs, but like he had top or like you know some sort of weird combination where like I basically would have Max gear because he was burnt out. Yeah. So my idea was I was going to go grind content and then sell the gear as I as I got upgrades or like dupes for like 4x the value. But the problem was is that it became such a huge lucrative market and it was so niche that every gear discord 
that you could think of Iron Man Gear Discord, Iron Man Skilling Method Discord, any Discord that was a huge hub of information. Each one of the owners had a group Iron Man marketplace and they basically took over like 99% of like the volume that was being traded. And if you wanted to go trade something, you had to go do it on like a third party website like Scythe or something like that. And that in itself is just inherently sketchy because you have to go through middlemen. Yeah. And I never wanted to do that. I just wanted to be the guy that has the item. You give me the money and then, you know, bing, bang, yeah. boom, yeah. I'm rich. And I just never got to the point where I got lucky enough to get those dupes because I was just incredibly dry. And it, But it was just such a cool concept for like YouTube or something. It's like mm -hmm. one of those one of those like very niche things that I felt like I could have started out my YouTube doing. And um, it just, it just, yeah, it imploded. Everything became from like three to four X, if you sold privately, it's like 1.5 uh, worth GE value. At that point, I just drop traded it all the month to the yeah. account I wanted to play. And it was just, yeah, it was just like two weeks of me just waiting until I could become a main again. But oh yeah, yeah the two week yeah. stall, that's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> you had to become unranked. Sorry, you had to become unranked and then you had to de-iron and then de-iron again, basically. It was very weird. <laughs> It just yeah. made no sense because you had, you, you had to leave the group. And then I was like, all right, wait another seven days. It's like, what do you mean? I'm a main. <laughs> it didn't work. Didn't work at all. Yeah. Yeah. So is there any other, what do you see coming if there is a new mode coming out? Like, is there anything that you've thought of that I didn't already say? I honestly, because like I, I really had no idea what they would come up with. Because in terms of like gauging like public interest, I think Mithril Man mode, something, something close to that, I could see happening. Um, I don't, I like I haven't seen other modes that people have suggested, but I think yeah, something similar to that where it's like inclusive, not like segregating like Iron Man. I see something like inclusive, but it's like a step in between, I guess, Iron Man or maybe like leagues or something like that, yeah. where it's going to like gauge the huge uh, casual player base that like, oh, I could go play this like whenever I want. It's not like a one month thing that I have to plan work around or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, something that's like a year round thing, which also that uh, that fresh start worlds thing, I think was like them beta testing like an idea and like that just completely shit the bed <laughs> so yeah that was weird that um, i mean that was bound to shit the bed because it, uh, first of all like it only lasts six months and then you just yeah. become a normal mode like it just seems like such a waste of time yeah totally it's like and i think and this is again my opinion i just think if it was in unlimited mode where it just goes forever and it's now just like a world 345 dead man where it's just there forever fresh start whatever we just had a fresh start boom there you go now there's like 30 people playing it <laughs> total yeah um i actually would have enjoyed that more just simply because it never ends and you could actually kind of just invest your time into it and if you really just like that idea of a fresh economy and just doing stuff on your own that now i not I'm not advocating for either idea. I thought both would be stupid, but at least that would have been better. So I think Mithril Man mode comes in with that really nice. It's like fresh start world that's still in the game of Gil. It's still in like our Gilinor, you know, where you can see other players. You still yeah. get the fresh economy. You still get to play with other players, everybody, 
I mean, mostly mithril men if you want to actually get drops. I mean, you can still do raids and stuff together, but like that just seemed like the perfect idea and it just seemed and and you don't need to worry about getting supplies because like if you're just like one of those people that's like i wish i could be an iron man but just have unlimited supplies or just be able to buy them like you got that that's, because yeah that's that's pretty much what a unranked was though because you could just buy like it like it was like uh i would say unranked group iron man with the green helm is like the same exact thing as Mithril Man mode, but you just have to go through extra steps of like mm. securing, like because you could go buy brews for fifty k each or like restars for sixty k each on like the black market if you really wanted to get supplies. But it was That's just so like not regulated. Yeah, 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 it's very weird, very weird. Dynamic. Yeah, at, at least with Mithril Man, there wouldn't be that like shadiness of like trying to get right. things. It would right. just be go to Varrock West Bank and there's going to be some dude that's going to be making a ton of money because he's just farming dragon dart tips. And you're like, I want dragon dart tips. So they're going to be very expensive, but at least there's going to be that market where it's like, okay, I want to, I want to make banks. So I'm going to go farm a bunch of these and then sell it. Like that just sounds so fun. And it's a fresh economy. You, and when you get dupes, you can sell them to other mithril men. Like that just sounds, that literally sounds like the perfect game mode that they should come out with in my opinion. Yeah, I've always liked game modes that have fresh economies. That's why I was so clung on to Dead Man mode when it first came out. Cause, cause there were there were people who played Dead Man mode who weren't even PKers. They were just PBMers, and it was really interesting to see people who would go and grind Slayer because of the experience rates and go grind for whips and sell them for money to like swap or you know what I mean. Like they have mm -hmm. their own incentive, and I've always loved fresh economy game modes. I think. I think if they do release something, it needs to be like that, where trade is open and you can buy and sell things without the GE, where, where like, no taxes and you can just, you know, it's basically, like, free trade. It's just whatever yeah. you set it as. I would really love to see that. Yeah. I've, I've always wanted to play a game mode where there's no grand exchange. I understand I haven't really like played without grand exchange i mean to be honest i've been an iron man for the majority of me playing this but like there's always those people that are like oh you don't understand how miserable you're gonna be without the grand exchange it's like yeah i mean i guess i can kind of understand it's gonna be more inconvenient but it still just sounds more fun in my opinion yeah there's gonna be third party plugins there's probably gonna be some runelight plugin that's basically the grand exchange where you just set up yeah. your offers and stuff trading post. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be like a little trading post I see that but i still like that because it's like community ran and it's just i don't know it just sound it just seems cooler it's more old school than anything else exactly yeah that's i mean that's how it was before the ge came out i think it was i think like two years of like that kind of trading mm -hmm. which i think a lot of people really miss and I really loved the free economy state where you could just trade for whatever. But also, like, there was, you know, scamming and stuff like that. But you just have to have common sense. Yeah, that. Stupid, which is cool. Yeah. You know? I, I just, I miss, like, bank sales. Just yeah. bank sale. Just Mithril Man <laughs> mode would bring that fucking back. Like, where you're sitting yeah. at your little Mithril Man bank, wherever people are selling, and you're just spamming bank sale and people and you just shove up all your stuff on there and of course this would be inefficient most players are efficient now but like it would still be cool to just be like hey dude i'm a mithril man this is the only like i have some rare items that you know you can only get from other mithril men like good luck finding it 
and then you just show what you got and like you know put some offers down there's no real set prices for anything like that just sounds fucking awesome yeah yeah i would love to see that Dude, so, something things. in that capacity would be great i just I, I need a fresh economy game mode or something yeah. something that's like yeah I, would you be interested in like a leagues where you could trade because i know yes. it's always been. Dude, i would love that i just want a leagues that's normal mode like yeah we're not iron man yes that would fuck over people that want to compete but like who cares just most people it, it, this is the best thing it would be even better so it would be cool if like you still have the dragon trophy and the way they're going to be doing it as i said earlier is like there's just going to be a set amount like fifty thousand points is dragon trophy so they're still yeah you can still compete technically but you'll have to alt and you'll have to you know clan man mode if you really want to compete which has its own niche there's a lot of you know solo players that hate that but like we've had three leagues where you've got to enjoy that i think it would actually be so cool to have like normal man mode that would be amazing yeah yeah i think that would gauge a lot more interest as well just in the public opinion because like yeah, you you could just like I mean like I don't know if swapping is still allowed if that would happen like I don't I don't even know if just swapping allow is it like you, you got to yeah. allow it because if you're if you're gonna go main man mode you main man mode you got to go all the way you got to go balls to the wall just like boom no restrictions do whatever you want who cares if it's unfair for the solo player I don't care what your rank you can still get dragon <laughs> trophy because there will still be like a certain limit but and then yeah you you get your dragon trophy so you're not having to compete for the one percent that that would be a problem in my opinion if you just set it as fifty thousand or whatever it is that's appropriate i think Mm -hmm. yeah we gotta we gotta have that i think so i'm down i'm down that'd be cool i've never really been a leagues player i think just the idea of it ending and then all my time just gone (laughs) sounds uh, for some reason i just can't get over that like it's really hard for me to just dump in a bunch of hours and then just have the account deleted later it's like uh so would you so if you did play leagues would you 100 percent play it on your sebe account or would you play like your sebe account as like alting like other stuff and then play another one so i tried to do the alting method with leagues three i lasted leagues three for like three days and i just got really bored i was like mm-hmm. i'm just I'm just sitting here on my computer for 14 hours trying to sweat this out. And I'm just, by day three, I was like, I, 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 I'm refusing to do quests. So I'm just going super inefficiently. I yeah. just am so far behind everyone. I'm doing my own thing. And it just felt like a huge just waste of time because eventually it was just going to end and I wasn't even going to get some crazy ranks. I was, it just felt like I was doing, I don't know. But, if there, if there was a normal man mode and it sounded fun, I would definitely do it on this account because the only way for me to see it being fun is that there is a reward at the end. And so getting those rewards from the league shop would be my incentive to keep going. So I'd do it on this account, right. yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on Ruinous Powers? Ooh, the, I got to try them yeah. for a while in the beta worlds. Um yeah, so I was listening a bit to um, No Monkeys cast, and mm-hmm. I agree with a lot of what he had to say. A lot of it is like, you know, content like Tob and stuff, you really enjoy it because it's just super overpowered and very fun. But places like Inferno, I sat there for like three days straight and I couldn't get like, I mean, I'm, I'm like decent at Inferno and I'm trying to learn how to do speedrunning. 
but I in no way would be able to make it through triple jads, let alone people who try and do six jads with it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's horrible. You, you will literally subtract all of the brews if you have any left when you're speed running because people, I think all the top speed runners bring like one or two brews in for when they're trying to go for like sub 42 or whatever the Scotty set the new PBA. They don't even bring brews anymore. The, the, the real top don't even they, bring brews. They don't? They, <laughs> I thought they brought one. Dude, Scotty <laughs> has not brought a brew in for months. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, it's literally just blowpipe specs and blood fury. Yeah, that's uh like there's there's not even blood barrage for those like wondering like it's literally just yeah it's crazy. Yeah, you have chins, death charge, and you just pray that you get a death charge. If you're like under forty HP, you use a blowpipe spec. If you're not, you just use uh claws, and it's like even that is just like mind boggling for somebody who's like you know Dude, like nuts. a sixty four PB. I'm I'm missing twenty minutes. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I'm missing a third of how much how fast they're going, and it's just like. Just the people who play at that level are absolutely insane. There's demons, dude. Watch. Yeah. Like, it makes me feel like shit about, like, my own PVM capabilities. <laughs> like, these guys, these guys are yeah. animals. Like, holy shit. It's, just, it's not even, it's not even the mechanical and just the strategy that's involved of, like, understanding exactly what you're about to be doing. But on top of that, it's the just sheer amount of precision in their clicks. Yes. Like, dude, you're trying to click like three things in a tick and try to click a tiny little snake that's like <laughs> approaching you and try to click that without clicking through it and losing two ticks and getting fucking, you know, chomped by him. It's like there's so much going on. And yeah, I got to say, for those that are interested in watching some of the most crazy Inferno content you've ever seen, Scotty, S C O T T Y on Twitch. Formerly known as Ross Man, like I, I just gotta give him a shout out because I watch him almost every morning. He's live doing Inferno, and it's just nutty. It's just, just stupid. It looks like it looks like an AI program's doing it. It's nuts. Yeah, yeah, it's truly remarkable just watching people. Yeah. and 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 the crazy thing is, it's like what No Monkey said. He's like, you don't just start off this good. It's just putting in the practice and really focusing like that's the biggest thing is like going in and concentrating to get yeah. better you can't just go in casually like oh i'm putting in the hours no like you're focused you're determined you're learning and that's what happens i mean and a, a lot of that's also just natural talent of like precision in your clicks too for some people that have just total boomer clicks that could just never get that good yeah that is me yeah that's I'm me too i mean i I, yeah. I will never have those that precise of clicks so just even the imagination of like okay let me put in you know a thousand hours into the inferno to see if i could get good like i i could still not i probably couldn't even push like a sub 44 even with like so many hours just simply because of the misclicks just be everywhere yeah 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 I say sub 44. That's a mat again. That's assuming I had like a thousand. Right now, if I try to yeah. do a speed run in front, I might be able to get a sub 60. <laughs> might. Yeah. Because like, like a sub 44 is like, that's got to be like the top 20 people, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's, it's top stupid. 15 or yeah. something like that. I don't know the leaderboards, but yeah, I, I needed to make that clear. I'm not good at the Inferno. I'm just saying if I did, even if I put in as much time as Scotty, I still would be like two minutes, three minutes slower just because of the misclicks. Yeah, shout out the goats. Shout out everybody who actually like. 
I mean, like that's their that is their content. They love doing it, and a lot of people really resonate with you know what they what they're trying to do. So they are. I'm just trying to learn every time I watch. Like I'm just I'm I'm just like seeing like the dragging and stuff that people do to like off tick the mage and rangers, and it's mm -hmm. like insane. Cause I'm just such a pussy when I'm in there. I'm like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't, I'm not, I'm not that stage yet, but it's just, yeah, it's amazing to watch people do what they do. Yeah. That's so all the Inferno speedrunners. It's, it's really cool to see people just go super hard on stuff like yeah. that. I, I just love watching that. It's, it's actually sort of a shame that high level pvm like that isn't as watched it's weird like i was watching just last night i was watching a cold one do a hard mode solo tob mm -hmm. and like i mean he was pushing like i don't know like 300 viewers or something but it's like that is such insane content but nowadays it's just seen as like meh like people have done it eh. same thing with like insane inferno dude if if scotty was doing like shit like that obviously we didn't have all the gear and strats and stuff like that but if, if he was yeah. grinding inferno like crazy three years ago doing shit like that like oh my god like he'd just be popping off with viewers you remember when a hardcore would literally just do a tob like a normal tob as a hardcore with a team of four other just people carrying him and it was, it was yeah. just popping off like everyone was yeah. there like, it was insane shit. Yeah, you see that now. Like, you could have a hardcore doing hard mode top, and they have like five viewers. Like, you know, just like who who cares anymore? <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's that that just sucks to see. I know. It's the public perception of what's interesting. It's like, I actually, cares. I'm actually genuinely curious. Like, for like, I don't know if there was a poll. I don't know how that would even be managed. But like, you know, like if old school is like you know, hey, everybody, like, what are you most interested in when you're watching people on Twitch? And I guarantee you 99% of them, they just want to watch the person that they want to watch, whether it's their yeah. personality or whatever it is. Just very much become, like, a personality-based uh, sort of realm, I guess, on Twitch. Yeah. Really interesting. Because like, a long time ago, it used to be, like, skill and technicality and, like, knowledge. Now it seems like a lot of those people, it's, like, flip-flopped. It's very weird. Yeah, that is really strange. Like, now that you bring it up, like, that's totally accurate. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. yeah I, I've, I've, been, I've been a Twitch viewer since, like, 2015. And, like, a lot of the people, when I first started watching, were, like, all hardcores, like, doing Zolra or something. And that was, like, oh, my God. No way you're doing Zolra without the diary. You're a big goat. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And now, Put it like, in your title. Now. Yeah. 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 Hardcore. Like no movie. diary Zolra. Holy. Shit. oh my god yeah but now it's like now it's like hardcore iron man doing anything and it's just it's so weird to see the the, the difference yeah it just you got so over i mean it was so saturated like everybody and their dog was making hardcores trying to stream it like it just had to reach an end it was like five or six years of just non-stop hardcore action like yeah it was gonna die eventually yeah, it, it is kind of a shame, though, that if you want to be, like, a big streamer or just, like, have a successful stream, it really is just putting in the hours. It's just, like, be you have to have a great personality. You have to be really engaging. You have to always be, like, you know, just 
fun to be around and then you have to do it for years basically <laughs> to yeah. just build like a stable foundation of, of like a following yeah i mean you could tell that's apparent like look at the, all the big dogs they've been here since uh, twitch was a thing you know what i mean they yeah. are the they are the, they are the notorious yeah they are the goats they literally have not stopped going live and you can tell you know there is evidence of why putting in hard work pays off so kudos to them yeah that that's really what it's all about it's like starting and this not stopping i wouldn't even yep. say like starting super early because yeah it helps obviously the earlier you started and just continued but like it really is just the not stopping it you just got to keep going keep going keep going as, as long as you see some growth. I mean, if you're literally just sat at five viewers for like five years, maybe <laughs> consider yeah. like just making YouTube or something, doing something else. But like, if you're seeing that little bit of growth and you're seeing it month after month, you know, whatever, like you just, you just got to keep going. If that's really your dream, like you just got to keep pushing, chugging away because that's the only way you become the grandfather of doing stuff. Like just, mm -hmm. you, that's just how you do it. And yeah. At this point, we'd be like the grandsons, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, I, th I, th I think the grandfathers of it's kind of solidified. We'd be like the great grand nieces or something. I don't know how that. <laughs> yeah, we're the nieces. Work, yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a few rungs in between, you know. We're working on that. Yeah, but think about it. It's 2023. I actually want to kind of like drift into that streaming segment and just hear about how your streaming's been going. Um, it's 2023 though realistically we're still in the beginning ages the beginning age of like w w live streaming and online content and being a a quote-unquote influence i don't even want to say influencer but you know what i mean just like building a community around yourself mm -hmm. online right and i still think it's early like i remember starting in 2019 and just being like dude i'm so late to the party just so fucking late but now you see it like if somebody started in 2019 you're like oh you were kind of early like sort of yeah yeah it's gonna be the same thing when it's like hits like 2031 it's gonna the year 2031 like you started in 23 holy shit like you're, you're <laughs> oh like you're God. gaming yeah you're a legend <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean seriously like i am approaching like my four and a half years of content creation I'm like whew, like that i am I'm almost half a decade of doing this. Like, that's crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah. So I, I want to ask, uh, how, how has that all been going? Cause you, you did say you streamed here and there, and then you finally, after graduating college, had the opportunity to just kind of go like, let's just go for it. So how has that been? Yeah. Oh, it's been amazing. I've had so much fun. I've met so many great people so far. And I think, a huge proponent of me starting again was really I really just wanted to like meet new people because there's there's so many people in the Twitch sphere of uh, RuneScape and I just I haven't met really like when you think about the scope of like who you whose chats you go into like that's just a small portion there's just a huge amount of people to meet and a lot of it was um me just streaming to my friends like two three years ago i was just having fun you know i i wouldn't get over like 10 viewers because it's all 10 of my friends in chat like hey guys i'm going live for like the first 
you know, once yep. every like six months, like, hey guys, <laughs> like, come check out my stream, you know, like, you know, the, the cringe, like self promo. Hey man, I'm live right now. We blah, all blah. did it. If, if you started off yeah. on Twitch without a following anywhere else, that you, we, we all did that. Yeah. Um, it's like a rite of passage for sure. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, totally. Totally. <laughs> But then, but then, like, there are the people who, like, go into, like, big streams and are like, I'm live right now. And it's like, all right, we got to we gotta educate this guy a little bit real quick. It's a little cringe to, yeah. you know, if you're, if you're a self-promoer, like, that's fine. Just, like, don't do it in a public setting. Like, maybe, like, DM your friends who, like, you know what I mean? Like, be like, hey, man, like, I'm live. Dude. Like, doing that in a public forum <sighs> is just, like, the worst thing you could do. <laughs> this, is, this is the, like, I really do think, like, what is, like, the perfect balance of self-promoting but like so the balance of getting enough exposure without being overly cringe because if you just never say anything about it people you're just kind of doing yourself a disservice like you should really be kind if you if you do care about growing your stream that is like if you care about growing yeah. it and you're active on twitch you got to give little hints here and there but you always know it's going to be cringe no matter how you hint at it it's going to be cringe and people are going to yeah. think you're weird. But at the same time, it's like if you just never do it, then nobody's going to fucking know you're a streamer in your life. I will say, though, I occasionally browse the old school section on Twitch and I'll sort yeah. from lowest to highest viewers. I do that all the time. And I love doing that. I love it, too. I still love it after four and a half years. Love it. Yeah. And I, I just I will say, though, if you're starting off as a streamer, you need to have a face cam on because you don't need to but you're not gonna get enough exposure without it because i'm scrolling and i'm looking for faces and i'm looking for a clean stream layout i'm looking for that that's really what i'm looking for a clean because all you're seeing is a thumbnail and i'm not going to click through every single one and see how their music is and see how their audio is it's like no just go through it and i will occasionally see names that have been in my stream and have never hinted that they've ever streamed and i'm like holy like what a you humble lad like this dude's in my stream yeah. for hundreds of hours and he's never fucking hinted and here he is streaming to like three people like the goats honestly literal goats i have so much yeah. respect but at the same time I'm like man you should have just told me like just tell me like I, I think they just don't want to come off as crazy. They don't. And, they and it, yeah. it's like, it's yeah. extremely respectable. I will say, like, I have actually so much more respect for them. But at the same mm -hmm. time, I'm like, ah, like, I don't know. I feel, it's so I feel hard. like in this, I feel like in this day and age, it's more, I know there are a couple of questions that I, I read before, and I don't know if you wanted to split that in, but um, go for it at some point. Just, but uh, sh there, there are people, there are people who want, who are asking about, you know, like starting out, like how how did you find and navigate that? And I found the best way is is like no bullshit. Just be genuine and like you know make friends. And I I all pretty much ninety nine percent of the people who watch me are I would consider all my friends that I've met through either online or on RuneScape or you know played games with them at some point. And I've I have never once really done that in the past like year being like hey man come to my stream i'm live or like you know that kind of thing i've just kind of been under the radar and i because i just i don't i never want, want to be perceived as the cringe guy who's like come to my stream and i think it's it's harder that way but it's also better because i don't know it just it feels so like disingenuous to like self-promo for me yeah personally 
I just feel like it's more authentic to like if people notice that you're live. And if you're putting in the work and the hours, people are going to see you. They're going to notice that yeah, you are yeah. live. They're going to go, what? They're going to go, what the fuck? You go live since when? Yeah. That, that's weird. And then, and then, you know, if they like your stream, they'll come through, you know, just that, that's, that's what has, I guess, that's worked true. for me in, in terms of in the past, like six months that I've, I guess it's, I guess it's been six months that I've been more consistent. It's um, true. And you know what? That That's like the best way to go about it. There just, there's so many more elements of luck to that. For example, oh, yeah. like if I, for, I don't know, maybe ugh, I'm, I'm sure I've done it here and there, but um, with you and with any other streamer that kind of like starts out and stuff or is like starting to get back into it or whatever, like is you've never self-promoted in my stream ever, but yeah. I'll try to give like almost like little shout outs because I know exactly how it was starting out. So I think the biggest thing is like just being like compassionate toward like the smaller creators and I'm still like, you know, not, I'm not I'm not a huge creator at all, but like I try to do my part because I just remember how it was. I was like, man, I remember going into like It's Will stream when he was at like 90 viewers, you know, whatever. Yeah. And golden age. Yeah, literally the golden age. Um, yeah. And I would just like I just remember thinking because this is like the first like month or two I started streaming. I was like, that would be so cool if like It's Will it just like even mention something like oh like i you know like nice stream or something like that just something like that and again i'm just bringing up it's will because that would generally was the stream i hung out with in uh yeah. in the beginning so but like any creator that knew i streamed and would just give that little shout out like that would have been so cool and so when i was at that level when I was at, you know, just like the three viewer Andy, I just remember thinking, I was like, dude, if I ever get big, like I am going to do that for other creators because like it's so yeah. awkward. It's so hard starting off. It is so hard starting so off. I, I, I you just, you just feel it. like you're, yeah, you just feel like you're in like an echo chamber and like a lot, like <laughs> I remember listening, I think it was T Papa's cast or like something and he would just, his strat was he would read its will chat and uh, there, <laughs> there were like, there were like frequenters of his stream that would go in there and they'd catch him. I think it was one guy. I can't remember who, but he'd be like, who, who are you talking to? He's <laughs> like, he just like caught him and he's like, uh, uh, he just kept reading chat and didn't care or something. I don't know. It's like you got to find like these like pockets where like you can like work in between it and make it work for you. Yep. And I think yeah. I think that's really the true test of like of like if you can do be, have the wherewithal to start streaming because the beginning is the hardest part by far. And, you know, starting out, it was like that for me, but I also had a lot of friends to help me. So mm -hmm. That is a hundred percent the I would I would say probably the easiest route. It's not going to be easy, but like yeah, just definitely tell your friends who care about you about your stream. And if you don't have friends, the best thing to do is to start making friends, whether it's in a small community. Um, shout out the homies, shout out the Goonies. Those are both like my huge two hubs. Also the the Steel Mill. There's a lot of the small like micro communities that I've been a part of that have um invited me or we've created just from like like uh because uh when we started out i was a big like will viewer like before he was like sub 100 views and a lot of my friend groups that i've i've made throughout playing runescape i've made through 
that discord and because people wanted to do raiding and like will didn't know how to raid at the time he was just like you know doing his own thing like he usually does and back then that's how i made all my friends was through either a community inside of a twitch chat or just like friends of friends and you you know what i mean mm -hmm. it's just like progressively you will make more friends the more open you are to uh just meet new people and yeah. you know sometimes you got to go out on the limb and be like i don't know who the fuck this guy is but i'm gonna go hang out and chat for like four hours and you know yeah. shoot the shit with this random guy and then those end up being your best friends so that's yeah. the craziest part that that's literally the key it's just like making friend making connections with people in the community because that's yeah. how like the word spreads um, true yeah or, you know, and I also have one more piece of advice. Just just like start a podcast and just start talking to like people that you just True. start just talking to every creator. <laughs> that, it is, that's definitely it is the, helped. Yeah, this is definitely the year of podcasts. Yeah. Shout out to the Real Homie Hour. Shout out to Save A Podcast. Shout out to everybody who has podcasts. Base After Dark. Dude, we need, we need more. Uh, this is a call to action for all those that are like any sort of creators in the community that you know have been thinking about making another like project or something like honestly there needs to be more podcasts I for agree. like old school um yeah. i love long form content that's kind of why i started but i can't bear listening to my own cast so i i have like mm. a small selection of podcasts i can listen to but um yeah i really i hope that there it, i can i have a vision basically and i i see or i have a dream <laughs> where i see like a bunch of there we go i have an idea uh, no no but um <laughs> I, one of these days there's gonna be like an influx of podcasts and i want there to be a golden gnome um category for best old school pod i actually i could imagine that actually happening but th there can't just be like you know 10 podcasts total there's got to be like 50 or something there's got to be some competition there's got to be some heat yeah um, but yeah it yeah i'd say there's actually a good portion of podcasts it's just maybe they're not as well known or um advertised properly or something but there are definitely a good portion of podcasts so if you guys are interested in long-form content definitely you know do some digging you'll find some some great podcasts mm -hmm. if you enjoy them yep now there there are it's 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 so weird because like i remember um what is it? There, there's like a bunch of podcast. Like I looked up like OSRS on Spotify, just like saw the pod podcast there, and it's like, wow, I've like never heard of these people. They don't have a Twitch. Like a lot of them don't mm -hmm. even have a Twitch, or like, you know, maybe some have a Twitter or something. But it's like, damn, this podcast actually does pretty well. But you don't. I I don't know. For some reason, I I like pigeonhole myself into this idea that like you need to have a Twitch, like you need to be in like the Twitch scene to like do anything. But now, like, there's like pretty successful podcasts that have no like audience on Twitch. Basically, I'm like, damn, there's yeah. Just reminds me how big the world is. You know, there's a lot of people out there. <laughs> it's so it's so strange too with social media because it just says from like a content creator perspective that's starting out. Like, I'm trying to branch out on a different platforms mm -hmm. and just like even like tiktok like runescape tiktok is like an insane like platform just really? just in terms of like yeah it's like insane in the terms of like you'd never expect what content like pops off on there and it's like it's just a it's a very different audience than runescape twitch i feel like because it's it's obviously very very short form and yeah. i feel like yeah it's it's very hard to like traverse that if you're not used to it 
especially if you haven't used anything like Vine or anything before that. Mm-hmm. Those are really similar. But yeah, I would say the concepts and like the things that people do on it are like things that like you think of like just normally like in the back of your head. Like, what if I just made like a quick video about this and then people do it and it's and it pops off and it's you just don't think about it because it's only one platform. Yeah. And I feel like that's how a lot of the platforms are because oh, it's so it's... segregated in terms of like how it's spread out. It's totally true. Like when I started a YouTube, I just remember thinking like the old school like community that engages in old school content is Twitch. And so you just see people's viewers like, oh, there's probably like 10,000 total people that watch RuneScape content because, you know, 5,000 is going to Bodhi and the other 5,000 is spread out across like the other 100 streamers. Yeah. But then you like you go onto YouTube and you just see like a YouTube video get like three hundred thousand, four hundred thousand, five hundred thousand, up to like two million. Like some of like settled videos got like two million views. I'm just like, now obviously not all of them are just consuming old school content, but like I like the Alex Sween podcast I did just randomly popped off. It's got over a hundred thousand views now. I'm like, it just goes to show that there are so many people that actually watch old school content that just yeah. aren't on Twitch. And when you just exclusively do twitch you're you're, it's almost like you're gonna lose sight of how many people can really engage in your content and you're limiting yourself by just doing twitch true yeah that's why i yeah sorry go ahead no i was just gonna say that's why like almost every time like i have a guest on that's the content creator i just always ask him like do you have a youtube like are you doing it because i just I don't know. I maybe it's just projection completely on my part, but I just remember thinking like I felt almost lim- I didn't even feel limited on Twitch. I just felt like that was like the whole audience I had to like appeal to. And then you just see Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Maybe I should make a TikTok shit. I I mean, I think there is probably I'd say TikTok you could probably use sound bites from cast that you've done but that also goes in part with if you don't want to listen to your own podcast then maybe you might want an editor or something because <laughs> yeah. like because like you will have to go through tons of your own stuff and have to like like because whenever i started doing that i was like damn this is very cringe the shit that i do half the time but like at the same time like you got yeah you have to like power through the cringe to get it but i found that like <laughs> clips twitch clips are pretty good like any of the like super like funny ones that you think are funny or mm-hmm. like people think generally are funny or good I feel like those work pretty well, but also on TikTok, it's just very weird because people who do RuneScape TikTok do not use like Twitch clips. And if they do, they don't do very well. I find that it's a lot of like, it's like TTS voice. This is what happens when you open 300 brimstone keys. And then they just like fast forward through 300 brimstone (laughs) keys in like eight seconds. And they're like, this is the loot. And then it ends. It's And that gets like a thousand likes. It's It's so weird. It's such a weird... Yeah. sort of landscape to navigate and you're just like hmm, that, okay so that's an osrs tiktok okay now let's go to youtube and it's long form content that's all planned out and edited very well and then twitch is like unfiltered thoughts so it's you know it's very yeah. weird that very is weird section so let me ask do you use tiktok a lot not that often i i usually use tiktok in like every couple months i'll like like so I wanted to like upload clips as I get them or like if people get like a really good clip that's funny, I'll download it and then like edit it um, in uh, like video format for like vertical for phone. And then I, that's kind of like my method of like making TikToks is I just I just use clips that, that are like good that I think people 
would generally enjoy or something if they were scrolling through. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best place to start out. So that's how I've been using it. And I do it every couple months when I get a couple clips that are like really good that I, that I enjoy mm-hmm. or that other people enjoy. Dude, it's weird. I like, so I don't have a TikTok and I basically have resisted TikTok. But, and I just remember thinking like, oh, that format just seems so addicting. And then I don't know what happened because I barely use Instagram either, but I, Instagram just pushes it on you to start going through like the TikTok algorithm, just like the whole TikTok swiping up, you know? And, and then I went on to YouTube short, it was like within like a couple days, I just, instantly got sucked into the Instagram one and then I got sucked into YouTube shorts on my phone. I'm like, holy fuck, like this, and now Twitter has it too. Like if you start scrolling yeah, through Twitter, I mean, bad. Reddit has, like every <laughs> single thing has the TikTok formula. And it's like, this is incredibly addicting. Like I can see why, I mean, this just does so well. And it's like- dopamine drip, baby. It's just so keep getting easy. I wonder if there's anything like, like what's the next thing that's just gonna be like like the new TikTok that just revolutionizes just total addiction to your phone? <laughs> it's probably gonna be bought out by TikTok and it's gonna be something else. Like I think TikTok is gonna be here for a while just because they have so much money now. Yeah. That it's insane. So does TikTok pay their creators? I'm pretty sure it's like the top, top, top creators make a lot of money, but they don't I think it, you only make like a certain amount per like, you know, like a thousand views or like a million views because there's their CCM or whatever platform they use to calculate the views. Mm-hmm. It's you get paid very low. A lot of the money people make is through like sponsored content by like advertising, you mm. know, like Sarah V lotion. This is amazing. That's what I've been seeing lately. It's just like people like <laughs> putting on, I'm going to put on Sarah V before I go out to work. And it's like, bro, like, come on. Like, it's, <laughs> It's just insane. So the scope of like like how much you can promote, and it will just be promoted to you. Because like I I would release random videos, and they would just auto promote them because you're a new creator. They're just like, we want you to be in the algorithm, so we're gonna juice you to like a thousand views, and you're like, holy fuck, I'm gaming. And then you know the next one's like five views, and you're like, wow. So this is really in the power of the algorithm. That's crazy, dude. Then, it's yeah. everything. Like everything is in the algorithm. It's like everything's out of your hands. It's just the algorithm that like can save you. And like obviously yeah. when it comes to YouTube, like obviously having like a subscriber base helps. But oh my God, like if it wasn't for the algorithm pushing older videos, like it, I wouldn't make anywhere close to what I make like on YouTube, like on a monthly basis. Like literally the algorithm like just helps so much i'm like this is completely out of my control like literally youtube could just stop and like just like stop pushing my videos completely and i would just you know go broke basically like mm-hmm. uh, in regards to youtube it's like yeah that's the thing that's so Aaron. nice about youtube though is because you have like that's that's what i've been trying to navigate and try and get started again because I have concepts that I had originally, but I just had to like scrap them, obviously, because of you know how how I de-ironed in my account mm-hmm. series. But um, I think just like just making anything, just really throwing it at the wall, because it's it's gonna stay there forever, whether you know that frightens you or not. Like if you are a content creator who is starting, like those videos will be there, and if you don't like them, you can always like hide them or whatever. If you you know get better, which like naturally progressively, if you keep making them, you will get better. Mm-hmm. But 
that's the thing is, is that it will be there forever. A Twitch stream is only up for as long as you're live and then nobody's going to watch your VOD. And if they do, you should be very frightened that people are watching your VODs. I feel like, <laughs> I feel, I feel like, I mean, I leave them up if people miss the stream, but it's just, it's a very different environment because if you split your audio, your music's not there. It's like, you're singing along the songs that like nobody uh, can hear. You sound very cringe. It's like, it's you know what? But but I still upload them because it's proof that I went live, so people can't go, "Hey man, you, you're not <laughs> live." And then and then you go, "I was literally live like five hours ago." Just go look and like, "Oh, okay." And then they get off your back. Yeah, watching Twitch vods is sociopath behavior. I'm sorry, that's just weird. Unless it's like a big event that you miss or like. You know, it's awesome to watch VODs, like, say, of, like, a huge OSRS event. Yeah, I'll like, wa I'll, I will yeah. watch the VODs of o the old school Q&As, actually. Yeah. So maybe I'm the so, sociopath. But yeah. No, I, I think that's, like, a, that's I mean, that's, like, a week, that's, like, a weekly thing that if you missed and they don't upload it to YouTube, so mm -hmm. it's, like, that would be a good thing for them to upload. Wait, do they actually, do they upload to YouTube? I can't remember. Yeah, they do, but it's way better on Twitch because you get the chat experience, too. Feedback, true, just true. watching that people omega lol and stuff. Yeah, make fun of everybody for some stupid thing that they say. <laughs> yeah, is is Twitch ever gonna die? Like, is Twitch ever gonna be dethroned as the uh, gaming live stream platform? I I like obviously Mixer tried, failed, just died, yeah, and it, Kick is trying. <laughs> Kick is trying, but it's not going. Any it doesn't seem like it's going anywhere. Kick is like a short form way for like content creators to make money additionally is the way I see it. And and the the whole morals behind it is not good. But like <laughs> at the end of the day, like Twitch also pays for like sports gambling, which is still yeah. not near. You know what I mean? Like there's it's like sectional in terms of mm -hmm. the morality of yeah, how yeah. you see it. And kick kick chats are just completely unregulated. And it's like when Twitch first came out. So if you are a person who does not want to see, you know, hate speech and stuff like that, do not go to kick because people are not regulating their chats at all. That's also a huge part of the issue. Yeah. Um, at the, I feel like if they had like a staff that enforced things and actually, you know, was more established, I'd, I'd say give them time. Maybe it could be better. But like at the same token, it's just it's not going to be a long form yeah. platform at all. I don't see it. It's, I, I, yeah yeah it's it's rough it's just like twitch twitch can do no wrong now i mean they they do a lot of wrong but they, they there's nothing they could do to like dethrone themselves or anything anybody else can do it's just like it's over yeah it's just like amazon i, like, I think twitch i think twitch will have competition with youtube if the, if youtube can ever fix their ui and make it so they don't dox people's names as soon as they try and type in chat <laughs> That is absolutely the worst thing. Just go into a chat and it's like, Scotty Pippen says, hey man, th thanks for going live. It's like, hey man, I have your whole government name on my chat. That's great. Yeah. You got like a, a Google photo uploaded like 12 years ago. <laughs> Just like yeah, your full name. Yeah, it's horrible. Um, I think they've gotten better in terms of like making screen names with their ads and stuff. But just the whole navigating YouTube uh, like lives, it's the worst directory but like i feel like youtube would promote you way more than twitch ever would so yeah in terms of like yeah, categories true. you'd like or like streamers who you'd like their their algorithm for youtube is probably a hundred times better than oh, yeah. twitch so yeah i'd say yeah definitely 
you want you probably i would say just look out for youtube in the next five years they probably if they could fix their ui then they'll be chilling yeah yeah youtube obviously is like way bigger than twitch um yeah so they they, Google. they they could take it yeah yeah i just think of uh um oh shit i lost my train of thought it's, it's something in regards to like just the stupidity of just having oh yeah um like do you remember using facebook as a kid and just yeah, like sharing every fucking detail of your life. Oh, it was awful, <laughs> dude. I had, to, I had to delete Facebook in the oh, last yeah. like five years just because I was like, "What did I post on here? I'm a different human being." Than, dude, than it's it's dangerous, yeah. man. It's dangerous if you go back in time. Like, yeah. I de I deactivated my Facebook um like a couple months before I started streaming. Yeah, that's and, a good decision. Oh yeah, <laughs> hell a good decision. Like, dude, I. I fucking put my phone number on there. Like I, I put my street address, my phone. I like you know we're like uh, like back in like 2013 where you're just not no not 2013. I, I was 13. How old was I? 20 2008. It was literally fucking 2008, and I'm it just Facebook has this section like about me, and I was like, oh, I'm just gonna fill out the about me. Like that seems like a homework assignment. Like let me just shove all like just fill every single fucking detail about my life on this thing and i thought it was normal yeah was i mean there like i was that was back when i used to like hit up people to like smoke in school like go smoke weed be like <laughs> hey man yeah yeah man you want to go smoke some weed after school yeah pull up to my address it just like shows your full like full address full phone number <laughs> like for it to be honest you get like random people that you've never talked to in school <laughs> to be honest i don't really know you uh five out of ten and it's like what the fuck it's like what am I doing? What was I doing on Facebook, bro? That's crazy. <laughs> full, full phone number, full address, yeah. your siblings, your grandparents, just like every yeah. fucking thing about you. And then yeah. on top of that, every single status and photo you've ever posted just that for anybody <laughs> to see. Like, holy yeah. shit. It's also cool to like go back and be like, wow, I was super young in this photo or whatever. And then just like be like, yep, I definitely need to delete this now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, nobody needs to see that. So like five years ago um, was the last time I, I literally like now that I'm thinking about it, I almost want to just reactivate my Facebook just briefly so I can see. But I'm not going to because it's just going to be unbelievably cringe because five years ago, I remember checking my Facebook Messenger app before mm -hmm. I like deleted everything. Yeah. And I, I just remembered like scrolling through to some conversations from like 2000 fucking like nine. And so I'm just like, <laughs> holy shit. Like what, what is wrong with me? Like what, like, who, who am I here? Basically. I mean, I was literally a child, but like, yeah, holy shit. That stuff is just so unbelievably cringe. Like if I think my Sebe cast is cringe, we're listening to like, dude, it, going back to those conversations, it's like nail biting like i just I, I just need to like scrape a chalkboard it's so bad <laughs> like what is happening i think i think everybody relates to that i don't think there's one person who's ever looked back like five to ten years and they're and like those and are the like, glory yeah days. yeah i'm not cringe yeah a hundred percent of the time you're cringe you're doing some very 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 stupid stuff as a kid oh, yeah. so yeah 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 is that how you found that that one picture that uh people remixed into the album cover where it was you on your mission Oh yeah, yeah. Um, that was actually. I'm trying to think. That was on my phone because I have some mission photos on my phone from my mission. Oh, okay. But yeah, that. Wait, I mean, I actually do have like a 
I, I have a ton of photos from my mission. Like I, there was, there's so many that I would love to just like share here and there, but I'm like, uh, you gotta, you gotta, like let me know. You gotta give them the drip. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The slow drip yeah. there. There's, and there's some videos. Like there's some, I, I recorded so much stuff on my mission, like so many pictures. I think I have like, like 1800 pictures and like, oh, like 300 videos. It's like ridiculous. Like I, I, wow. I made a lot of stuff. I even, when I got back off my mission, I was thinking of like compiling like a little, like not, it's sort of like a slideshow with music and like having videos like in there. Um, yeah. And then I just never got around to it because obviously I started having like doubts about everything. And I was like, this is kind of weird, like publishing my like spiritual adventure. And like, yeah, so I just never even got around to posting it. But, um, mm -hmm. or, or even like fully making, I started making it, but like that, that would be cool. Like whenever I go back in those, like, dude, I'm, I know I'm going all over the place. Do you no, ever like good. look back at, um, photos on your phone and stuff and just get like mad depressed just like oh yeah man, like those times are over like fuck oh yeah i feel very old right now <laughs> and i'm 27 <laughs> so i yeah it's like you wake up and you're like damn we're we in our late 20s right now. i'm about to be 30 years old and i'm playing greenscape that's crazy <laughs> that's crazy but yeah there's 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 obviously going to be times like that where you go back and you're like damn it, part of the problem is like I only look back at photos when I'm already down, and then I'll look back yeah. and like, damn, like it's yeah, it's not even the best like. Thing to do is to not look at them. Yeah, <laughs> usually, it, usually you. It's not like they're. It's not like that is the thing that makes me sad. It's just to know like those times are never happening again. Like, well, those I'm times are say, over. I mean, like in terms of like youth, yeah, but like at the end of the day, like. I don't know like the way i see it is that i spent a lot of my 20s like uh kind of just contemplating everything and not doing anything and i'm gonna spend my 30s doing stuff and not <laughs> thinking very much and i feel like that's just way better because like i feel like you're just genuinely life will be so much you you will be so much happier just not overthinking everything and that I was really like everything it's so yeah bad. yeah and i relate to that so well so like like, I think there's another question that somebody asked where it's like, what would you tell yourself if you were 16? It would be like, think less and do more. Because I did like nothing in my 20s. And I think that's a lot of the reason why I want to stream is because I've always wanted to do it since I was like 21. But I was just so much of a pussy about going live. You know, you just, yeah. you're just so like in your head and you're like, damn, <sighs> nobody's going to want to watch me. You know, like, who am I? And then you're like, and then you have this internal thing and then you're like, damn oh you're I'm not, so I'm not, relatable I, i'm not i'm not going live yeah i hate myself today i'm not going live but that you know <laughs> it just be like that it's, just, it's a natural progression of being a human being you're gonna have feelings where you know you don't you don't you don't want to do stuff that you've wanted to do for forever because you get in your own head and i feel like a lot of that is with streaming i have so many friends who want to start going live just because just for fun they don't even yeah. want to like be a big streamer they just want to do it for fun and i'm like dude it's literally in your head you like as soon as you just hit start streaming you stop thinking about it once you do it long enough yep and yeah i'm so, so glad i've gotten over that hump because that was the, the, like easily the hardest part about streaming was just thinking too much about stuff oh it's so true and like it you have it's a continual effort too because i'll still have that yeah. even after four years of streaming or i'm just like uh like 
it's yeah, just like I, have I, a I, bad day and yeah, it like magnifies like, yeah it's, it's like thinking for like an hour or two before like i should go live i should go live and it's like it, you're listing off every reason not to yep it's like why yep. why am Been i there. doing this to myself just go live damn it yeah yeah that is a that is a very relatable struggle even now, like a lot of the times, like when I'm going to go live, because I don't have a set schedule, which a lot of people who I've who I've been on podcasts with or whatever, they're like, definitely you want to set up a schedule because like, you mm-hmm. know, it's like it's like clocking into a job. Like, I don't like doing that because I feel like it's like clocking into a job. But like at the end of the day, like streaming is kind of a job when you're like putting it on that pedestal. But so, it, it makes you literally feel better after doing something you you plan to do. Like I. Right. Like it's the same with all the Sabi casts. The Sabi casts obviously are a lot easier. This is, these are a lot more relaxed because it's just me and you in a call right now. I'm not actually yeah. talking to an audience, and right. like there's no face cam, which also helps. And just fucking be in my underwear and just chilling. Um, Damn, you naked right now? I'm butt ass naked right now, just sweating. It's like I'm I'm on one of those mesh, <laughs> it is hot. those mesh it Herman is hot, Millers yeah. too, and it's just like sweat, oh, yeah. sweats dripping down, <laughs> slow drip. All right, hey, Bay's auctioning off his Herman Miller, <laughs> but he's sweating, butt ass naked. Who wants to buy it, <laughs> dude? It's actually crazy. So these Herman Millers, like obviously everything collects dust, but yeah. I, I like completely forgot like how much dust collects under these chairs jesus oh, christ man. dude it is the- insane i have one as well and just like because i don't use it very often because mm-hmm. i swap three chairs just like the creases of the chair where you normally oh. don't like rest your body it is disgusting and it's- it literally looks like it came out of like an office 20 years ago <laughs> no it's, like, it's yeah, insane it's, i'm it like disgusting. jesus christ this thing collects a lot of dust do you but- have the original wheels on yours yeah this is a brand new herman miller i got like two years ago Okay, because I bought mine secondhand, and when I got the wheels, it literally looked like the person rolled it through like a dog's fur. It literally oh, was like, completely, completely engulfed, and the wheels would not rotate. I oh. had to like, yeah, it was, it was disgusting. You gotta like <laughs> rip out all that. That must have taken so yeah. long. Just yeah, it took a while, and everything was all oily and like not like <sighs> no. Yeah, it was. It was it, honestly, it was a bargain find though. I got the I got an Aeron size B for like three hundred forty bucks. I just had to go pick it up. Yeah, I went to like, as, yeah. I drove to Pennsylvania and picked it up. It wasn't bad. That's really nice. Like mine is, I think it was like new. It's like fourteen fifty or something. It was it was pretty expensive. Yeah. It it's nice to buy it new though, because then you you pretty much have like lifetime, which is like twenty years plus of like fixing basic things. Yeah, so like if it ever that that was the biggest thing is like for me it's like okay I know myself i'm not going to go on a big hunt trying to find a used chair and then just get fucked over because the chair is actually broken and i ha- i don't actually have any you know um not insurance but whatever it is you know just like the policy or whatever warranty, warranty. Yeah. there we go yeah. and and i was like dude i'm just gonna get this thing and it comes pre-assembled so they just give you this massive box at your doorstep and you just roll, <laughs> and you just roll it out, and it's already that's sick. And the best part is, like, I didn't know actually how it would feel, and so they literally have a three day. It's like if you are not completely satisfied, just literally wheel it back in the box and ship it off, and like we'll give you your full refund. Like just just three days to get like the yeah. full entire refund back. And I'm like, okay, well, this is really nice that I don't have to like assemble it first. It literally just came. Oh, it was nice. Because most chairs yeah. have to like assemble slightly. 
Yep, definitely. That is by far the nicest thing. Because try- I had to uh, fix a piece of this chair because I... I'm a fat ass. I'm a, I'm a big, I'm 6'3", and I'm like 300, 300 to 320 pounds around there. And I'm sitting in a chair that's like not acclimated for my body because I bought like a size B and I should have bought a size <laughs> yeah, C. I have, I have a B. <laughs> yeah, I should have bought a size C. It's not like it fits my body, but like the natural position of the chair, it just like does not acclimate my back correctly. So that's why mm. I swap chairs a lot. But I broke the cable that um allows you to recline so it was just permanently like sitting forwards and it would sit (laughs) back yeah and i had to buy like an ebay part of some guy who just overcharges for like a piece of plastic and i was like damn this would be a sick time to own like a 3d printer but that shit's like thousands of dollars so like you know you could have just like 3d printed your own plastic piece (laughs) and you would have been fine it would have been cost like 20 cents but this dude's you know charging like 25 30 bucks for like one thing so i had to buy that and swap it out that it's just so weird to like swap out parts on a 15 year old chair because everything is like stripped all the screws are stripped from trying to take it apart all the things are old as fuck but it still works and i could sell the chair whenever i want and probably make money on it which is fine mm-hmm. but yeah i'm just yeah i'm a frequent chair swapper because i need that 90 degree like sitting against the wall kind of thing with a little bit of a cushion on my, yeah. uh, my back and i'm fine <laughs> So I had a chair previous to this that I spent like 300 bucks on and then I just, yeah. I, it was just hurting my ass so much and I was like, I can't do this. Yep. That that was really when I decided to like get the air on because I'm just like, dude, I just got to get the best of the best and if this doesn't fucking work, then I have a problem. But like, I'm just going to go for it because I can't keep buying like $300 chairs and then just having them kind of suck. So yeah that the the only problem with the air on literally the only problem in my opinion is the armrests they're really squishy they're nice they're they're squishy enough but it like slants upward where like i'm always hella reclined so even though yeah. i've gotten used to it like how my arm position is on my like desk it's like i wish it didn't lump upward i wish it almost lumped downward so it was like almost like a little valley where you could rest your arm into it like that was my previous chair it had like this sort of like a little valley where you can rest your arm it was so comfortable that was the the really nice thing about my old chair that 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 it doesn't have on here which i've gotten used to it and it's like a minor complaint but if there was anything that i would suggest it's like yeah just just make like the uh, armrest concave yeah that'd be nice i think I think if they, like, a lot of their chairs are modular, which is really nice, but I think if they made it where it was completely customizable, so, like, what you want, especially if you're going to spend, like, you know, $1,500 on a brand new, including tax and everything, because, mm-hmm. like, like, if you're going to buy a chair like that, you might as well go fully loaded, because you're just, yeah. like, if to buy, like, a $1,200 chair, like, a $200, $300, like, discount, it's not worth it. You need, like, all the bells and whistles, or else you're exactly. trolling, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I I actually like the armchair, but it's because I I have a huge desk. I have like one of those like super wide like in terms of um length of like wall to like U desks where like it's not super long from uh like a, a length perspective, but like a width. It's just very long. Mm. So I usually rest my arms on the desk and then I just have my elbows on it. So I'm more like mm. naturally leaning my uh my arms on the desk and just having my elbows on it because i've had a lot of rsi issues with uh just from playing for forever yeah yeah. um 
So I've been trying to have it more on the desk and the mouse pad, and it's helped me a lot more. But it's also, I think, will naturally just fuck up your shoulders long term if you just always are like out. It's weird. It's weird to like micromanage that while you like do daily things as well. Like it, it always sucks. In terms of like, sorry, yeah, go ahead. no, 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 you go. I was just gonna say, in terms of like range of motion, it's just weird because it's something so secondary that you don't think about until you start having huge issues. I know that's mm. that's the problem with being human. It's like we are not yeah. fucking built to just sit down all day and use a little pointer device with our hand. No, not at all. And and so we're just not used to it. And like RSI is so common, like, and then people that like Sacon had like bad carpal tunnel. He had to get like surgery, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That's like fucking awful. I know he's in a cast. Just like yeah, I don't know if it was like surgery or not, but like maybe it was. I can't remember. I, guess, I think he maybe had minor surgery and then he was rehabbing for yeah. a long time. That like just sounds awful. Like what? <sighs> yeah, it just it sucks, especially when I hear of gamers that actually like Scotty kind of mentions it here and there. Like when he's doing like his Inferno and speedruns, like he'll just be live for like a couple hours. He's like, oh, my wrist is kind of like like hurting a little bit like i'm gonna like take yeah. it easy it just it sucks that that's even like ever a problem but it's so common because it's so hard to be perfectly ergonomic and everyone's different first of all so there's no like perfect solution that you can just look up online like this is perfect ergonomics right here like you won't True. get any wrist pain like you'll always get it especially with long hours and it's like uh i just wish that wasn't a thing but it just will be yeah, I think that's like a, a like pitch correction thing. You, like if you just start noticing it, you'll be able to manage it more if you're more aware of it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that just comes through trial and error for sure. Yeah. And the biggest thing is like just take fucking breaks. Like just Oh, totally. Just give your goddamn rest. That that's the biggest problem. It's like when people are like competing and doing like some crazy hour stuff and they're just playing through the pain like bruh. <laughs> that's not good. I've done that, before. that, I've done that so much, yeah. Yeah horrible that is the worst there was there was actually a live stream i did like a long time ago and i think i was like trying to push like a 24 hour and i legit thought i had like a mini stroke but it was just the most insane ocular migraine of my life and i <laughs> it's it's like like i don't know if you've ever had an ocular migraine but this literally felt like somebody was like pressing down into my eyes and like ah, you know like like completely like it feels like somebody like severed your optic nerve it, it felt so bad i mean maybe that was it maybe it wasn't it but it was probably the most excruciating pain i've ever had from like doing long gaming sessions and i thought it would be like my wrist not like my eyes and that was did just... you do the full 24 uh no it was like it was like 16 or 18 hours but i i did do it 24 recently but i um i kind of just wanted to push myself to see if i could do it and I was much more comfortable in a, in a well-lit situation. A lot of why that happened before was because I had really old prescription glasses I was using that, like, were not the best, like, acuity in terms of, like, your eye health. Mm. So they were, like, you know, maybe, like, a year or two, like, out of date. And then I had no lights on, so only computer lights. And I, oh, I, don't, think, I don't think blue light glasses do anything, but they weren't blue light. <laughs> and then I was just gaming. I was just staring at the screen, and I was completely dehydrated. Like, not <laughs> my god just like a just like a fucking idiot like it's just one of those things where you're just like so zoned in 
and you like you, you can't leave because you're just like in a grind or something and then yeah it was literally the worst pain i've ever felt but i'm glad i had that because it really set the bar for like limiting myself and like if i feel bad i'm gonna like either end the stream if i'm live or just like get off the computer yeah because you know you know you need like a hard limit once in your life that like scares you and that was it so oh, that really yeah. helped out. that's that's horrible I'm, I'm trying to even think of like the worst pain i've ever had like when it because I, I like to be honest uh in terms of like gaming related or just like ever just ever at this point i mean gaming related it's definitely just been whenever i've pushed to do like 24 hour streams i did yeah. i did a 27 and a half hour stream that's the longest i've ever done and it was okay it was just corp. I did 100 solo <laughs> Iron Man corp kills in one stream. Holy no, no, no. Shit. sorry, not not 100, 150. That was it. Yeah, that's all. That's a lot because it takes so much prep to do that. 150 solo yeah. fucking corp. This is no alting, by the way. Like, that, just in case anyone was wondering, like, this is legitimately 27 and a half hours going hard. And, um, dude. I just remember, like, because I set my, well, it was, like, a sellout stream, so, like, I, it was already paid for. Like, it was just, like, you're doing 150 kills. Like, you can't, there's no backing out now. And I just yeah. remember, like, by, like, 120 kills, like, just knowing you have 30 more corp kills, it just, it just took such a toll on me. I was so miserable because yeah. what I do, what I tend to do on those, like, long streams is I go full out energy and I also made the huge mistake of drinking like three energy drinks. Oh like, yeah, like three. <laughs> that'll that'll three, fuck you up. <laughs> three sixteen ounce full sugar monsters. I mean, we're talking oh just God. like fucking <laughs> like disgusting. Like I can, you know, when you're just drinking a monster that's been sitting on your desk for like five hours, oh, and yeah. it just literally tastes like gasoline. <laughs> yeah. Pure unleaded gasoline that you're drinking. Yeah. And yeah. I'm just fucking sipping this warm gasoline. <laughs> and I'm like, I wonder why I fucking feel like total shit right now and have a massive pulsing headache and just feel absolutely miserable and my eyes are closing and I'm trying to do these goddamn specs. I'm losing concentration and people are like just asking the stupidest stuff and I'm getting frustrated at everybody. I think that's like the worst gaming experience I've ever had. It just like knowing this is not ending for another six hours. Like it was like 21 hours in, you know, for a fact, like, and, and it could go longer. So it's all up to you. You just have to, but you have to go as fast as you can with these corp kills. Like it's just slow as hell. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. That was bad. That was bad. I'm trying to think of like the that, worst pain. Normal. That's how I, that's how I felt as well because I was doing a bingo during mm -hmm. my. And I did. I was also really dumb. Like I did it for. I did a twenty-four hour for nothing because I was already up for so long, and people were just like, "Hey, man, it's already been like twelve hours. What's twelve more?" And I was like, "You know what? You are. You are so right." And I'm just. Oh, no. I'm, I'm just dumb because I. I don't know. I just felt like you know what? I've never done a twenty-four hour. I'm gonna challenge myself in terms of like finishing it, and. The worst thing I could have done was having a KQ tile where I needed to get a dragon 2H or something. And I think I did over like 200 kills and didn't get one. And oh. I mean, I think I, was, I think I was well over rate. So I did 14 hours of KQ with the with the uh, the, the Tumekin Shadow. And I was just like sitting there like past when I finished my uh, Slayer task and I was just still killing it <laughs> with like Ant's hat on. And I was just like, damn, this fucking sucks. 
it was just yeah it, that was the most draining thing and then i had to do muspa when i was like 20 hours or like 22 hours in for like two or three more hours uh... and I, I, I was completely drained and i was like and you during this i'm not supposed to die i'm not supposed to die at all because it's like one of those custom bingos where like if your team dies then you go back a tile or something oh god so it, it, there was a lot of pressure for me to not die. And there's just so many things I did. Like I'd take a break and go do LMS and then die. And I was like, wait, does that count? I was like, hold on a minute. <laughs> just like, <laughs> just like so many like obstacles on top of it. And I don't know, I challenged myself and I I got it done, which was awesome. But it was def I'm definitely not going to do an impromptu one like that again. That would be like a planned out thing. I feel like it's way better. Yeah, there you got to plan it out. And the biggest thing is like, it's got to be water only until yes. maybe you've hit like 20 hours. Then just drink one energy drink or something. Like just, like you can enjoy yeah. yourself toward the end. But like, dude, you got to be smart with like your beverages initially. It's got to be water. Beverages, caffeine, and food. Because like uh, I got IBS. So like I'm not trying to like, you know, eat something that's like gonna fuck up me for like the whole day like if i ate like like doing like a hot like a hot chip challenge or a hot thing challenge oh, or something over, like if you yeah. have like a forfeit yeah like you know like four more hours in you're you're toast you won't see me for like an hour <laughs> you'll see the be right back screen <laughs> so yeah it, it's a lot of planning it's a lot of stuff so if anybody is genuinely curious about that i would say definitely plan out what you're gonna do and definitely save caffeine for 16 hours to like 20 hours in like say basically yeah yeah don't do it immediately off the bat because that's what i did it's just like drink one off the bat drink one at eight hours drink one at 16 hours and i just feel like ass the last eight hours like just horrible yeah. Ra rationing one monster for every eight hours that's like it's, oh, just, it's just not the way to go it's just horrible no and you yeah. get i get so dehydrated and that's what causes like the um headaches is like i'll drink a bunch yep. of water too but just all that caffeine it's just not natural it's like jesus It'll clear you up yeah um what what's like the worst pain you've ever felt was it like that ocular migraine yeah. i do you think i think probably that i've also had braces for like nine years you had it for Brace nine years nine years bro nine what the years. fuck why i had really I had really fucked up teeth. But they were nine really bad. years? Okay, I'll give it credit to like my orthodontist were probably... You're going to give mean, them they, credit they, now for nine fucking no, years? No, okay. I'll, no, I'll give them credit for them not giving a fuck because okay. the, the, problem, the, the problem is I have an underbite. I have a serious underbite and mm. they tried to correct my teeth so much over when I was in like high school going into college that they were like, we are convinced that we can get your your underbite to be corrected without surgery. And that's like just hard cope because it was like seven years in and then you're going inside there to get rubber bands to like correct your teeth or whatever to yep, like straighten yep. them. And the rubber bands aren't doing anything. And then they don't ask about rubber bands after you just got them because I would have different orthodontists give me different things because there's like three at the office. So you'd always get a different orthodontist each time. And I was like, wait, why am I getting like, why am I getting requests to wear this? And then you're not asking me about it. And then like, I wasn't wearing them for three months. They're like, so you're still wearing rubber bands? It's like, these people don't give a fuck about me. So then I was like, oh my you know, God. Yeah. Then they gave me the hard talk that uh, you're going to need corrective jaw surgery. And my brother had that. He had a way worse underbite than me. Mm -hmm. And yeah, he, his jaw was like never the same. And I have TMJ now, 
and oh, like other, other shit. So it's more so like a, I'm going to have an underbite for forever unless I want a chance having like a, a fucked up smile or like my jaw will just become unhinged one day. Then I'm just going to have my jaw open or something like that. Dude, TMJ is like, for those that don't, I don't know much about it. I know my mom had it. Um, and when she was a kid, her like jaw locked for like, yep. when she was at school or something, just like su super awful. And um, I kind of had it briefly. I think, I think I'm like prone to it because I'll, I'll get like, actually, I, ha I really haven't had like the popping or the um, just, you know, the crackling you get. Yeah, I haven't had that in like a decade, luckily. But I've always been very aware if I'm like I'm chewing too much. So I don't have it like extreme like some people do. But there was a time where I went to like a buffet when I was like 14 years old. And I ate so goddamn much. My jaw was literally on fire. I was like crying. <laughs> Just like it hurt damn. so goddamn bad. So I feel so bad for people with it. Yeah, it sucks. Fun. Like it, it, mine will constantly click. And like you have to like <laughs> reposition like your smile with like chewing and then you look like a psycho when you're chewing so i'm just like fuck that like i'm just gonna have i'm gonna eternally have tmj and i don't think you can ever really get it fixed it's kind of like yeah a permanent thing as far as i'm aware it's just like uh whatever what whatever mandible part that like connects to your tissue it's just like i think it's just permanently like fucked up or like displaced i'm, I'm not sure exactly how it works but yeah that's, mine. that's just not fun to have damn the, yeah. You don't suffer with migraines, or do you? Like, are, are you prone to migraines? Because I, I don't, not, I don't actually often. think I've ever had a migraine compared to like what people say as, as a migraine. Mm -hmm. Like, where you're literally just fucking in hell, basically. Like, there's no relief. Yeah. Yeah. When I was little, I don't. I remember I was in like elementary school or middle school, and I I would always go to the nurse's office because I had I had a headache. I'd say I'm having migraines, and then it was the most passive-aggressive nurse. She's like, "Are you really having migraines? Do you know what a migraine is?" And I'm like, "This fucking bitch!" <laughs> I'm just like, "Jesus Christ! Like, come on! You got to patronize me as like a fucking fifth grader, like going to the nurse's office and having a yeah." But that's when I learned the distinction that a headache is not a migraine; it's completely different. And then, yeah, I. Once I had the ocular migraine, I was like, yeah, that's definitely it's definitely a migraine. Oh, my God. <laughs> Felt like somebody was pressing into your fucking eye socket. And, like, yeah, that was not good. Yeah, I, I had yeah, a... That, that's definitely yeah. the worst pain. Yeah, I had a childhood friend that suffered from migraines, like, very commonly. It was like, I swear, every month he'd probably be out of school for, like, four days because of, like, just sitting at home with a migraine. Mm -hmm. I'm like, bro... And when he told me about it, like, he would just be like, dude, like, it's literally unbearable. I'm just, like, basically, like, wanting to scream just, like, the whole yeah. day. I'm, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now that, before I forget, because we were talking about the orthodontist, there was one that was very similar in terms of pain. But, um, so I had to have my canine teeth, like, rearranged in terms of, like, the trajectory of where they were going, mm -hmm. which is, like, the two like fang teeth if you guys don't know what canine teeth are um so they were going to be positioned to go like on top of the roof of my mouth like not in line with my teeth so i don't know if you guys have ever seen that but that's like where your teeth are being positioned backwards behind your teeth so it's like you would have like a second row of teeth basically behind them they Whoa. came in that way so they had to fix that and one of the ways they fix it is they put a chain on it through um through uh surgery so i so they did the surgery and then they needed to put a 
screw, which was a temporary screw, into my gums. So they literally took like, I don't know, maybe it's like a quarter, a quarter of an inch screw that was very thin, and they numbed my gums, and they took a screwdriver and manually screwed a screw into my gums. So think, think about any like type of like horrible pain. I felt everything. It felt like it was going straight into my jaw, <laughs> like the, oh, my, the top God. part of my skull. That that was that between those two, that was the worst pain I've ever had. I just remember that because we were talking about the braces shit. Yeah, yeah, I you brought up the um, just so I, I did I talk about this on the RA slash episode? I can't remember, but I just recently talked about it. But I got elbowed in the face uh, playing basketball, and it just it Ooh. it punctured a hole through my like upper lip. Mm. And so I went to the emergency room and like they put a shot into my my lip or like right above my lip and um, yeah. just trying to like numb it. But it really felt like all the numbing stuff just went right down my mouth. Like it it, it seemed like they didn't actually numb anything because I was just drinking the numbing fluid. And then yeah. they started stitching it. And so I got like two stitches on the outside and it was like unbearable. Like it hurt so bad. But like. I'm just, just tears are just pouring down my eyes and they're just, yeah. just stitching me up. And then they had to do three dissolvable stitches in the inside. Oh, and bro, it, that was just like, when I think of like things that I'd never want to re-experience, like that's it. Like that was just horrible. Like it, it actually makes me like get the goosebumps and like kind of cringe a little bit thinking about it. Just like the, the sharpness of just that pain. Oh, and I don't know if you've ever had a cavity filled, have you? Yes. I had one Dude. recently in the past year. When they're like drilling it to like make that filling nice and you get do you, have you ever had that like sharp like pain that like where they almost like hit a nerve? Yep. Oh yeah. my god, that is that is like the <laughs> shit of nightmares, dude. Like that pain it's so bad. you're hearing the drilling just, and then you get that like thing where it's like this um shock to your whole system. It's like it's like this. It's like this flush it's, of just like oh, like, like oh my it's god, adrenaline. Yeah, just it, adrenaline co- goes through your body. I oh feel my like. god, yeah, it's, that's it's insane. That is. It just feels like you're like covered in ice. <laughs> like <laughs> it, like yeah, and then it you're feels in a cold like you're sweat. like uh, yeah, and then you're gonna start sweating because you're fucking. It hits your system oh and you're in god. shock. You're in shock while you're conscious. It's very. Oh it's very my god, dude. Weird. That that is. If I think of anything like torture, like dude drilling your teeth, I've got to just be the worst fucking thing ever. Because yeah. those nerves are no joke. I mean, oh totally. Oh, that's why. God. That's why it freaks me out too. Like, because I don't know if you've ever looked at like um, people who get veneers, but like there's like the cap veneers, and there's like the oh, ones yeah. where they just fix like one tooth. They literally drill your teeth down to like nubs, and then they put on caps to yeah. like fully, fully veneer out your teeth, which is like crazy expensive and also very easy to break. It's just very, it's very scary looking at. I hate oh. all like dentistry stuff. It just freaks me out. Yeah, the, I I don't think I could ever. I mean, unless my teeth were really, really, really fucked. But like, yeah, man, veneers. Yeah, just knowing you have to drill all your teeth. So like, if you ever do take out your veneers, like you're gonna look like Gollum. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, and I think they only last. Like- Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Like 10 to 15 years, so you have really? to get them like redone. Yeah, they're not permanent forever. Because, like, they're going to naturally fade, and you're going to have to get touch-ups and stuff, and then that is not included with when you buy them most of the time. Unless, I don't know. That's just, mm. and it's not covered by health insurance because it's cosmetic. So, yeah. It's, uh, uh, it's oh, not good for the most part. So, you wear glasses. Um, yes. Do you ever wear contacts? I actually, okay. So, I, there's here's another horror story. Yeah, I, uh, I scratched my cornea when I was in college um, when I I could drive, but I drove stick shift uh, back then, and I scratched my cornea because I left my contacts in overnight, which you, you are not supposed to do if you're supposed if you're wearing day contacts. Um, they were so glued to my eye when I was trying to take them out. They were on like the upper, you know, like uh, I don't know if you had contacts, but it's like I wear them, they, yeah. and yeah, I sleep so with go, them, and I sleep oh, with them no, for no. years. I'm I'm telling you I'm telling you this is the worst second worst eye pain I've ever had next oh to the migraine and it was the same eye too that I scratched my cornea in so it was like it's even worse you know this is before that happened um but uh it like glued to my eye but like above your eyelid so it, like you just always have this like rational fear that it's gonna like slip behind your eye and it's gonna be stuck in your eye forever yeah so i was just i was just hard panicking and that was like three months into like learning how to do contact so i was very comfortable at that point like touching my eye mm-hmm. but you're just in a college bathroom where nothing is really clean at all oh, no. like and you're just like you're just like praying that it comes out and then yeah i took it out and it was so from moving around so much it was so dry that it actually scratched my cornea and then i had to go to an ophthalmologist and that they just put drops in my eyes and it like it, uh cleared up in like three days but i couldn't go to like any classes or anything i couldn't even i couldn't even open my eye holy it felt shit. like as soon as, when, when i scratched my cornea um it wasn't like pain in terms of like feeling it it was like as soon as you open your eye it felt like like it was like if you close your eyes for like a month and then open them, it just was like insane brightness and it would just give you a migraine instantly. And I, so I couldn't drive in that condition with one eye. <laughs> yep. My ball my, driving six shift. My dad scratched his cornea and he was telling me a similar experience. Like he just was like out for like yeah a few days. I I sunburned my eye uh, last what? year. Yeah. Oh my god. Y- you How could, does that happen? You could sunburn your eye and you don't even have to be looking at. So I think I tweeted it or I, I talked about it on my stream or something. I sunburned my eye because I was like out for like two and a half days. I It was like whenever you open your eye, it feels like it's being scratched by sandpaper. It's like, oh, oh. like like it just oh. it constantly feels like there's sand in your eyes. Even though there's nothing, your eyes totally clean. 
it'll just feel like every time you try to blink, it's just watering, watering, because it just feels like there's grains of sand. It's so yeah. weird. It's like, that's the only thing I can relate it to, even though it's just a sunburn. But because I was out, and this is like in my walking, I mean, I still walk all the time, but like, um, that was like the summer of me just walking every single day. And this is like yeah. Alabama heat. And mm. I walked from like 11 a.m. to like 2 p.m. Like it was like just peak sun and it was like probably 95 degrees out. And like yeah. I, I obviously caked up in sunscreen, but like and I didn't wear sunglasses. And so I just get back and I'm like, holy shit. You know when like it's so bright out and you enter a dark or you just enter any house. <laughs> it's just like everything's just pitch black almost. You're just like, holy shit. Like it's so dark in here, even though it's like normal lighting. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was like really dark. And then I was like, holy crap. Like I just need to close my eyes. And I went to go sleep. And then like when I woke up, it just felt like constant like opening. It was just like sand was in my eye. And it was like that for like two and a half days. It was horrible. That sounds miserable. It was horrible, dude. All right, Ian, or AKA Y Juicy. By the way, I met up with, uh, well, you met up with him too in, in Tennessee. Did yeah. you get to see him? He was there for like a, a couple of days. I saw him for one night for like a few hours, mm-hmm. but the night, I, I got FOMO so bad on Saturday night. Everybody was like, I think uh, PJ hit go live on the backpack and everybody was hanging out and I was just like, terminally sick in bed <laughs> like i had i had to go to bed so early because i got out of the shower after dollywood yeah. and i was like oh my god the shin splints were so bad and then i realized i had a fever when i was sleeping uh, and i hope i was i know you slept behind me hopefully i wasn't like snoring bad no I, I, dude you didn't make a goddamn peep it was mick Thank god. it was only mick and uh, to be honest i, was like, I gave it a... was me the whole time no no <laughs> no okay, i, I cool. get i give a lot of shit to mick mick snoring was not bad at all it was just like it was just like abrasive it, the first night. Yeah, because like like, yeah, he was just fucking plastered that first night. Everyone else <laughs> was like normal, like just kind of drunk. And he literally, yeah. he had a bottle in his hand the whole fucking night for like six hours. It was that Jameson. Now I know what to not keep around Mick and we'll be fine. <laughs> just hide the Jameson and we'll be good. Dude, I just knew that white noise app was just going to just be a lifesaver because my older brother used to have sleep apnea. Yeah. And so, like, I just, we've, like, when I first started streaming, we lived in a one-bedroom apartment together, and it was, like, unbearable. Like, I had, had, like, so many fan apps, just any white noise, I would just block it out. So, whenever I go, like, anywhere now, I'm, like, I'm bringing it. That was so clutch. And I'm so glad you brought that, because that would have, yeah. Having, so what was it, nine people total in that room one night? Yeah. Yeah. Every bed was was fully um, filled. Yeah. You can't, like regardless like it's just so quiet that any little peep or anybody moving around is just gonna kind of wake you up and so like, you gotta have something yeah. going yeah yeah anyway he asks thoughts oh he says big oob thoughts on the channel point sound redeems will you keep them forever by the way i just gotta say like any stream that has that makes it so fun just oh um, yeah i love it sending those um I I want to keep them forever. The issue is that there's so many new sounds that get made just from people's clips or like friends or like just funny moments that happen or like just pop cultural stuff that I would love to add as many as possible. But the problem is that when you scroll through it, it's like impossible to navigate it because it's just like an arbitrary amount of points I set 
yeah. and then like I kind of just increase them for how much more annoying or long they are. <laughs> so there's <laughs> just like a great to do it. Yeah, there's like a gradual scale of like things I would want to hear less or things that are more annoying and just make them higher. But um, there's a hard cap of 65 redemptions that you can have at a single moment, whether that's like, you know, like a huge point redeem or like a small sound alert. So you can only through Twitch have it 65. If I could have like infinite, I would. And mm. it would be a fucking nightmare for anybody who wants to, to redeem anything. Because you have, you have to, to be like a search button window. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be a, a quality of life thing. But I'm just, I'm just one guy that like does that. But yeah, I exactly. genuinely, I love the sound alerts because it, I don't know, it's an interactive thing. You can kind of try and fuck me up when I'm doing something where I'm trying to hard focus and I get mad, and that's yep. content. So you know, it is, I, I'll pretty much, I'll have them for as long as possible, probably until at some point it'll probably become too much. But um, for now, I've, I've enjoyed it. It hasn't really messed up any of my gameplay that i've noticed i've had fun all right favorite quality in a chatter Mm, being funny being funny and least favorite least favorite uh not being funny (laughs) no no i mean i don't know it's like it's like just beating on on topics that like maybe it's not appropriate or i don't know just like people who who like like can't let something die is like or like can't let like whatever they're talking about die if it's like something i don't want to talk about it's kind of it kind of doesn't really explain anything it's kind of just like if you're annoying me and you just keep annoying me then i'll be mad that's about it yep yeah that's about it who is slash are the antagonists in your stream do you have any definitely dj (laughs) cumboy definitely second uh skate skirt fuck skate skirt skates i call him skate skirt yeah that's good <laughs> fuck skate skirt sorry um <laughs> i don't know there there's a lot of like it's kind of like a daily thing like somebody will like blow something out of proportion i'll be like oh come on you're definitely the antagonist of the day um i'd say probably every homie at some point has been an antagonist jixie's done it one day when he gave me the fucking cornrows on my head that was fucked and then uh yeah uh, six if you called me nicado avocado there's just lots of lots of different days where people are just being very extra and they become the antagonist but yeah yeah what those, those cornrows are insane like that looks like a fucking real yeah it looks i real. guess <laughs> it's not it's not my hair but um <laughs> Yeah, Jixie, I th- so the joke in my stream is because I'm a bald, I'm a bald man, um, and I often wear a hat because my head gets cold, or I just don't want to be having my bald head on stream that day, so I'll just wear a hat, and um, I took my hat, I, I do a joke where I, I do a wave check, which is like a joke that people would do where they would take off their do-rag and show their waves, but because I'm bald, I don't have hair, so that was just the joke, and then Jixie edited waves on top of my head, which... Is, that's that's got to be cultural appropriation. I'm definitely getting canceled for that <laughs> or something. <laughs> I, yeah, but anyways, uh, definitely photoshopped and not real. And yeah, I can never have waves because I don't have hair. So for DJs, explain this image. That is the lore of the uh, wave check, at least <laughs> in that in that context. I guess I don't know. Okay, I yeah, don't. Just, know. just a funny Go moment. On. No, I was just saying just a funny moment to happen. Uh, sec- I don't understand this one. Second asks, why Barty better than feet? 
Oh yeah. I mean that's just that's just Sycon saying words. I don't even know what that means. I think he's saying why is <laughs> why is Playboy Cardi better than feet? I don't know. You're obsessed. Yeah. I don't, he I don't know. Obsessed. Yeah. He, he was he he was he was on something when he when he made that. He tweeted oh, that totally. 100%. I, I don't e- I don't even know why he said Bardi, because that that just makes me think of uh, <laughs> Cardi B. But yeah. <laughs> I know he meant Playboy Cardi. He doesn't listen to Cardi B, definitely not. Okay, Prison Joe asks, any down or any um, D, uh, I guess on the down low content or series planned for the future? Um, I definitely want to get YouTube started. I'm kind of trying to develop a series, but I don't want to pigeonhole myself. I was gonna do like some typical like going for Grandmaster Bat Chests type of series, but I think I want to make it more personal i guess make kind of just yeah i want to talk about like the trajectory of my account when i come back to youtube which will be soon so definitely check check out my youtube at some point please (laughs) down in the description boys all of all of uberu's links down in the description go check them out hell yeah um but yeah i want to start i want to make like a video explaining kind of like what happened to my account because it doesn't really make sense for a lot of people, I feel like, especially with my last video being a group Iron Man. <laughs> I don't think any, I don't think anybody knows the scope of like what I've done, unless you've been in a live stream or something, yeah. so. or you've listened I to think, this episode. Oh shit! True, true. Kind of say a podcast, yeah. But yeah, um, want to start YouTube, and I don't know, maybe some IRL stuff at some point would be cool, but maybe like a fitness thing would be cool, but I definitely want to stick to like RuneScape content, I think on the channel, at least yeah. for the next year, I would say. All right. He also asks top five, seven TV emotes right now. Oh, um, five. Uh, Just, let's see. Okay. Well, what, what's the uh, top one? That's, that's a real question. What the, is the, the, it's not a seven TV emote, but the, my case, my case, ASO reaction, it's just a, it's a Chad version of SpongeBob that I found going through, um, going through, I think it was the Franker face Z wall, which is like, also if anybody enjoys emote culture or anything, just go to Franker face Z and click infinite wall. And it's any emote that just got instantly uploaded and you can just scroll through an infinite wall of, of just random dog shit that like <laughs> it's just so fun i love just looking at like new emotes that are popping up like whether it's in xqc's chat those are all the emotes that'll be trending anything like that it's just like that's one of my favorite things to do just to go through random emotes that are just named the most atrocious thing i think that's how like xort giggle became a thing and like bodie's chat yep, and yep. like like a, a bunch of things like that they just find one dog shit emote that is goofy as fuck. And they're like, yep, this is the new standard. And then people use it. And it <laughs> thing. It's crazy how that like that one is so iconic now. Yeah. Uh, what, um, what, what's the worst emote that's used, I should say? You're probably not going to like me for this. But for a long time, I really hated the Keck W. And I know you type it a lot. Yep. Just, yep. The, just, the, st- just the standard Keck W with the, the guy that's laughing. It's yeah, like, that, that one was 50-50 split. It was like either yeah. people hated it or people just used it all the time and just yeah. loved it. I just saw it as like um, a thing that people would do in like super big streams. I feel like people just did it because it was like a thing. Yep, and it was. It, it, I don't know. I never. I never aligned myself with a Keck W enjoyer. But then I just started to do like the ones that would, 
that would uh be like the opposite so like people started to use like do like the dog shit emotes that would like take over that so for a while i had it as linus tech tips making the stair face <laughs> yeah. and then yeah. and yeah now i have it as the basketball player guy who just like stares at you whale has it, it as like a fucking like ceiling fan i don't even know what's happening in oh it's the, it's the guy with the hands in his pockets yeah. it's like 144p bit rate and it's like <laughs> yeah and the fans just circling yeah I, I love those emotes that just replace like like if you put like poggers in a chat and it's just not poggers it's like a car <laughs> smashing into another car or something yeah i love this those are great yeah that yeah that started being a thing like a couple years ago like that never was a thing until i feel like it sprung from keck w because yeah, definitely. people didn't like Keck W, and so everyone was typing. T everybody would type Keck W, and everybody streamed, even if they didn't have it enabled. And so then at that yep. point, I think people were just like, "I'm just going to replace it with something else." Yeah, like like I think it was Keck W and Poggers and like stuff like that. Anything mm -hmm. that was like a top five emote being used for sure. Yeah, I loved Keck W from the beginning. I think partly because I had already seen the video of it, uh, and okay. so it was like. It felt like I was in the know, like, oh, like, I've already seen this. Like, this is, like, my thing, you know? Like, this is, like, you know? Yeah, like, I, I, I get it. That's why I'm typing it. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, that's funny. Oh, you, you know, I didn't actually like the EXO giggle. At, I don't at think first. anybody liked it at first, I'm going to be honest. I think it's just, like, a very atrocious looking emote yeah. <laughs> no, like, i i did it yeah. wasn't the fact that like the emote was bad it was the fact that like everybody randomly started using it and it was probably because i was out of the loop that i just, yeah. just it's like every, it just started flooding my chat all of a sudden i was like fuck off <laughs> fuck <laughs> off with this. like i don't get it somebody yeah. explain it to me please yeah but i'm not gonna actually say that but deep down i'm like please explain it yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, do you regret joining based? Absolutely not. I I was so I was so honored to be invited. I feel like I'm a nobody compared to everybody else because I'm just starting, obviously. But it if it, it feels like a second family, which is so nice. And I was I couldn't believe they invited me to Tennessee already. Like they invited me to Tennessee before I was even in based, <laughs> which was like that's cool. that was that was an honor. So. I will say, yeah. so this was something that was kind of brought up. I'm not in based, but I was invited to go and hang out. And, like, one of the things that apparently is kind of, like, it's not everyone thinks this way, but there are, like, people that think, like, based is kind of, like, clicky. Like, the like the team is kind of clicky, and they, they kind of, like, exclude people or something. Honestly, after being there... That is not the case at all. Like, it's not an exclusion thing. It's literally just, it's just like they want to have a real good group of people that can all just be like homies with. And so, obviously, yeah. there needs to be some exclusion. Like, you can't just have every fucking person or else it's just not going to be a great time. Um, but they really do try to reach out to people and try to like bring on like other people creators and other people in the twitch scene and just it's really not like a clicky thing as some people may think I, I i don't know it was like mentioned there i think somebody was kind of mentioning that like oh this isn't really the case like i think jake c was kind of mentioning it and it's like i think it was jake c and mick were talking about it yeah we were on a car ride back yeah, yeah 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 that's yeah 
I, I mean, like, in some way, like, it, it does need to be inclusive because it obviously is, like, a stream team and, like, there's, like, you know, a group of people that they've, like, been friends with and meshed mm -hmm. with, so I could see how it can look that way. But, um, I don't know. I felt like I've been welcomed to open arms, and I feel like people, the people in base are always looking for more people to join. I yeah. think it's, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's very um clicky necessarily in terms of that they i think they just want to have a tight-knit community that's like yeah all welcome and wholesome and like just everyone's on the same page of yeah they, they're yeah. yeah yeah which I, is i don't i don't i don't see it as clicky as some people do i mean maybe in terms of like you know the group that they've selected i could see how it come off that way but i don't i don't think it's yeah i don't think it's a click really I just got to say, it's really cool that like that is a thing that happens now is little stream meetups because it was like the tasty yeah. generation that spawned that because before nobody ever did like me. That's not that I know of like people just uh, the, the UK people would do like little meetups and like go get dinner mm -hmm. and stuff. I'd see pictures of that. But like other than that, there was never any I like big was, meetups. I think it was more like um, groups of friends that like. Like how I, I've had a few uh, groups of friends who like either wanted to do meetups or like have done meetups that I've joined later. And it's just like smaller, like micro niche groups that have done it, but not on like a grand scale where it's like publicized, like where, you know, Prison Joe is going live and you just see every streamer there or like pictures and stuff like that. I think it's I, I agree. I think it's one of the first kind of coming of age of like streamer meetups, which is awesome because yeah. We don't need to all too. socialize. Yeah, we don't need to all socialize on RuneScape online permanently. You know, sometimes, yeah. you, sometimes you got to go relax and go on vacation, but also have fun with your friends. So yeah, I think it's I think it's great, and it was God. cool. I got to meet everybody, which was awesome. I already fucking yeah. miss it, man. I miss. Yeah, it was so much fun. <laughs> I, know, I wish I wasn't. By. I wish I wasn't sick. I like yeah. if I could do it again, TwitchCon. I'm gonna be way more careful, but like. Yeah, I I want to go to TwitchCon so bad. I just gotta save up and budget. And same, see if I can same. Get yeah, that trip. Apparently, that trip was their cheapest trip yet, which concerned <laughs> me a lot because I I'm a content creator starting out, and you know I haven't worked for a long time, so it's like I just got out of school, and I am yoloing it because why yeah, not? Just like the know? plane, the plane ticket, like the round trip there and back was a thousand bucks. Like just that alone, and then like yeah. Dollywood's like, oh yeah, it's just gonna be like eighty bucks, ends up being like two hundred and something. I'm yeah. like, holy Do shit! Yeah, Dollywood. Yeah, if you want to go for the day pass, it'll be eighty dollars. But if you want to go on uh, roller coasters as fast as humanly possible, that'll be another hundred twenty. What? Yeah, yeah. The fuck? That yeah, was it was worth it though. Yeah, it was definitely worth it. I'm glad just to go on that. I forgot which one it was called. Lightning? It was the uh, the lightning rod. Yeah. Yeah. That one was Bodie's favorite. That one was so fast, man. Yeah. That like that was the first roller coaster I'd been on in like eleven years. So that really and and apparently for like those listening, that's like one of the fastest roller coasters in America. Mm -hmm. I I it was like top five or something, right? Is that what? I think it. I think it was like number seven out of ten. So it was Holy like one of shit. the most was like one of the most like fond after roller coasters, and even buying like the hundred dollar day pass to like go up fast on it you could only use it once on that roller coaster like yeah. you and it and it's like one of the roller coasters that you go to a park where you have to wait six hours in line if you don't have the fast pass and mm -hmm. it was still like it was still like 30 minutes to an hour to go on it yeah. like in the fast track so yeah like it was it was it was an experience for sure that was probably that was definitely the best one 
yeah. I think. Go, go, just going on that one after 11 years not going on a roller coaster was pretty crazy. That was yeah. That, that to go on the most intensely <laughs> like spinning one first. Yeah, it was that was crazy. That was good though. Um, okay, Scotty asks, can you be outside but still inside? Yes. Because we're outside, but we're inside, but we're outside. Holy that's not, fucking That's not going to make sense. Like, uh, the joke is, is like, because when people would say we're outside, that means like, you know, shit's getting lit. Like, we're outside. That's like, that's like a slang thing. Mm. So like, so like, while I'm streaming, I'm inside, but we're outside. Mm. But we're I inside. See. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. We, yeah. I, I just lit. thought it was like <laughs> being halfway outside the door. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not literal. Being outside is like, you know, getting up to some yeah, shit. Like, yeah, like yeah, deep, yeah. We're acting up. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. What's yeah. what's your best way to get over a creativity block? Hmm. I'm a very frequent like content hopper, whether that's on RuneScape or like making things. And like the problem I have a lot of the time is with I have an idea that's great and then the execution comes out and it's like dog shit or I like I don't like it or it's like not what I expect. And I think a lot of that contributes to like doing different things as well. So like I, I'm so ADHD that I need to like do something different or I'm going to be like bored. And that, that also has issues with like, you know, doing making things for people because like to have like original concepts and then like like make sure they're executed like nicely is a little bit difficult for me, but I still try to navigate that as a creator. So the, uh, I would say just content hopping and like having writing down ideas, writing them down is the most important thing. Like just having like a ledger of like your thought process and then going back and forth and trying things out, just literally throwing shit at the wall and just hoping it works. Yeah. Cause that's, and uh, that's how I, that's how I pretty much made uh Mick homies merch was, he he kind of gave me free reign to like fuck around and just make memes because I'm I uh, frequented streams and I'm just one of the homies. So like I was just kind of just throwing shit at the wall, seeing if he liked it, see if he didn't like it, and then he'd have um, input. And that's kind of what I'm doing with uh, Prison Joe right now. I'm just working on merch for the homies. Yeah, that's um. But I, first of all, I I gotta say like I don't think you had mentioned at the beginning that you're like kind of like an artist yeah i do that too yeah that was just like <laughs> i also thing. i also make really dog shit soundcloud mixes if you uh if you guys want to check that out <laughs> i i don't know i just like making a lot of stuff it's mm -hmm. it's not like it's like one concentrated part thing but it's just stuff i'm interested in there's pop cultural stuff or um i've always wanted to make like a fashion line or like a uh, I guess a clothing brand was one of the one things I really wanted that to make when I was sick. like my own cut and sew, like actually making a shirt, not just like me putting on Photoshop and then like hoping the print comes out right. Like me being in the exact process of everything would be awesome. Mm -hmm. and, and like, you know, potentially not failing at that would be great as well. But that's also a challenge in itself. That's like a full full-time job so that would be like something if i ever saved up and i wanted to try it i have like i have like a lot of intellectual property of like ideas that i want to do for my brand and i've reserved like all the uh the handles on stuff and oh, i've done a shit. lot of, i've done a lot of like background work so like if i ever want to do it i'll have like the things to make it official with like stuff like that which is awesome because that's I've, fucking it's just, sick like, 
yeah, it's just like a it's just like a plotting thing. Like you always want to grab, especially you, if you want to grab like a domain for whatever brand you want. Like, I mean, I would I would 100% grab it. It's like $12 a year for a Google domain. If it's not like, you know, like a.com, that would be like thousands of dollars. Yeah. But like, yeah, but like if you want like sebay.com or whatever, like sebay podcast, like and then you have like links to whatever or. Mm-hmm. you know whatever like that i think it's it's super easy to do that stuff it's just um you gotta have like the brain for just like reserving stuff like that just in case is good yeah. even if it's like 12 bucks 12 bucks a year is nothing yeah it's, it's, a, do- it's a dollar a month yeah. you're chilling yeah stuff like that um blowpipe asks based on the challenges you've encountered what advice would you give to streamers starting out um challenges i would say the biggest one that we've talked about before is just like starting out just like trying to get acclimated to it i think the best thing you can do like we said before is just to uh tell your friends that are like genuine friends that would want to watch you or like you would hope want to watch you that you do live stream and like to help you get started out and then from that point on just make sure uh Make sure that you're not like listening to every person that comes in and like trying to be like a people pleaser 100% of the time. That was like one of I still yes. struggle with that. I still struggle with that so badly. Yeah. But it but it comes from a, a place of like genuineness because I I want my stream to be like an inviting place where people can like yeah. put input in and have like direct feedback and not like a stone wall where I don't talk to you yeah. and it, it, and you, it's like an ocean of like not being able to speak or whatever. It gets a lot easier too, like over time and when the stream's more popping off, it's easier to go into that like be truly just being yourself and not people pleasing. But yeah, in the initial stages, I mean, it's it's like almost not even it's like it's second like, nature that you want to be people pleasing. Yeah, but it, but it's, it's it's almost like to your advantage to kind of do that at the early stage. It feels like at least that's kind of what I did. And then I don't know. As soon as there's like a stage in streaming where like it's like you hit a point where you don't get like the greetings from your viewers. It's kind of like viewers can now just pop in and pop out whenever they want, and there's not like a like a see ya like or a, yeah like yeah. like see you later next time or it just it just ends up being more of like a stream that you would consider mm-hmm. and then at that point you i don't know at least for me i just saw it as like that was the point where like you can just kind of just we go crazy out. a little bit more yeah. and just like kind of be yourself and not people please and just do whatever the hell you want ban whoever you want it's just like more fun it's just and i think part of it is just knowing that there's just people there. Like, it's just like, you, you're not worried about hurting somebody's feeling <laughs> as much. You're just like, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah, I try to be like a hundred percent honest with everybody, but like, you know, sometimes, sometimes you got to skate around cause, uh, there That's are some awkward. chatters. Yeah. yeah. There are some chatters that just may, might not be aware or oh, just the wor- like, dude, you know. the, the worst, <laughs> the worst thing ever is like, if somebody subs to you and you mm. don't even know them initially, but you're just like, oh shit! Like, thank you for the sub, and then they end up being weird. <laughs> you're like, yeah, yeah. And you're like, Dude, a, you you can, like you cannot just be an asshole. To, you, they just subscribe to you, but it's like, 
I tend, I tend to, I tend to joke with a lot of people in terms of like if they, if they are like being weird or like do something funny, I'll just like make a joke out of it and just continue the joke. And then if they're like, "Yo, bro, can you stop?" Then I'll just stop doing it. But mm. that's never happened yet. So yeah, it's I think awkward. like I think playing into it is more fun because like it's just more, it's a more honest thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Hamzy, I gotta say, dude, Hamzy is a fucking legend yeah he is a legend i love that dude okay um opinion on old man logout button Uh, there's a lower to this uh would you be able to show it if i sent you something yeah yeah okay so it's in a meme folder hold on there's a couple of these but uh so the meme is is that uh there's a guy follow on twitter called pwned who is a pk and he took a screenshot of uh here, I'll send you in a DM. Okay. He took a screenshot of Faux Freedom when he's in the wilderness. I don't know. I don't I guess he's killing revs on his Iron Man or something at that point. This is a while ago, <laughs> maybe a few months ago. Yeah. And uh, and and it just says, No way, Faux Freedom got the old man logout button. And then he just typed jealousy and that became a meme. And we took uh it wasn't me, it was uh, DJ. DJ is so quick on memes. He took the exact like profile picture of Foe and just made it into a moat called Jealousy. <laughs> so that's, that's literally just the context. It's just jealousy. And then, you know, it's just like one of those like Foe moments that's just hilarious that oh my people god. don't know about. It's just an inside joke. Oh my god. Dude, when we were um uh at Tennessee and we were watching Foe on the on the TV. Yeah, and then like he, he, he and then like I tw- I tweeted that thing and posted it in his chat and he saw it and he was like, "Why wasn't I invited?" I'm like, "Dude, we should have invited Foe." Like, even though he said like he probably wouldn't come, like that would have been yeah. so cool. Like Foe comes sick, yeah. but yeah, I don't, I don't think he probably would have. We got a little, it was a little debauchery, you know? Yeah, right. he he would have. Yeah, like like everyone else was saying at the house, they're like, "Yeah, he probably would have been like the guy, to, like, hey guys, can you quiet down? It's 9 p.m. Like I'm trying to get some sleep." <laughs> yeah <laughs> Gotta go the early riser early sleeper yep. yeah yeah no, that, that would have been cool though him that would have been sick foe yeah. and roidy having them like th- th- that is just <laughs> such a fucking like i don't know that would have been it like that would have been the key to like just the per- perfect uh fucking vacation <laughs> yeah foe Fo- Fo- and roidy there would have been sick. i want to meet roidy so bad Dude, i need to prove too. he's real He's, I gotta prove that he's real. You know? <laughs> gotta cut him open. <laughs> See, no, 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 no. We don't need to do that. We just need to make sure he's not the AI programming. Uh, <laughs> some people, have, you know, alleged. Uh, I think Ignoble asked that question. Who would you want to hang out with? That's an OSR's creator. I just want to like pick Roydy's brain. You know, he just seems yeah. like a really interesting guy. Super interesting. He's like very reserved. Like you, you have like no idea what he's thinking about. Like he'll just like. If you ever pop in his streams, like within five minutes, he'll just be on some tangent of just like, you know, like when I was a kid, Holy this happened. Holy shit, dude. And- you, sounded, you sounded exactly like him. Wait, what? Do that again, dude. Holy shit. He's like, uh, of all of the times that something, something, blank, blank, this happened, and then I grew up on a farm in delaware you know what i mean like he like recites everything like he's a like he's a like he's a novelist you you literally sound exactly like he he is a huge he is a huge part of a of my live stream he's a big inspiration oh my god dude 
he's just a very in- interesting guy and just the, th- the stuff he says is just like so funny i feel like it goes over people's heads dude he, like he's actually like creator. intelligent the yeah the dude is like very aware he he seems very aware but uh, okay again i like I, i'm he, i'm already was, thinking of something he where he wasn't aware of but like he, yeah, yeah he was aware but he wasn't aware of the instinct or like the memes surrounding him which is like bless his heart but, but that like, makes sense because he literally yeah. doesn't like that that's what one of the things that makes him even fucking cooler is he doesn't even give a fuck <laughs> like, yeah he doesn't give a fuck <laughs> like he he went on the base after dark podcast I yeah i that. watched the whole thing then, yeah yeah, and they were just there. There's like, are are you aware of the AI allegations? He's like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> just, like, just sipping his wine, chilling. He couldn't be bothered by anything. You gotta respect that. Yeah, no, that. So I had him on the cast, and that was when, <clears throat> you know, I was start. I was starting out podcasting, so it was, and I, I was intimidated because it's fucking Roydy. It's just me and him one on one. Like <laughs> you got to imagine that's kind of. Like that's a little intimidating. It's a little intimidating starting out podcasting. Got Roydia. Yeah. I mean, I remember getting foe on. This is like fucking episode thirty or something. I'm just like, dude, I'm just little little me, you know, just talking to foe randomly, and I'm like, that. I was so nervous, dude. I was so goddamn nervous. Yeah. Um, and then having Roydia on was, but listening to Roydia on the bass cast was so much nicer and and Roydy's actually reached out he's like I gotta go on again because like and I oh, agree yeah. the first one was just a little bit rough around the edges I, I think so yeah I feel like just naturally just starting out anything it's gonna be more rough and you fi- you figure out the pockets where it works and where it doesn't and yeah. then yeah a hundred percent yeah but I gotta say you've really come to your own man I've 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 been watching a lot not to toot your own horn or anything but yeah I can toot it toot it harder yeah Bro, you've been you've been gaming. I've been I've been glad to see the progress that's been happening on YouTube and stuff. Like your rambles just pop off, which is awesome because you're literally just like putting idea to like voice and like you know voicing your opinion, and it's just awesome to see the progress of the podcast and where you've gotten so far, dude. So I, I well, thank you first of all, and like I gotta say, I am so happy that I've like stuck with the podcast because it's definitely not something I thought that would be a recurring thing over a hundred times really every week no i just started it because i just wanted to talk to like some high level iron man and talk about like (laughs) just whatever's happening in the game and then it ended up just being like oh i'll talk to this person too and talk to this person and i don't know it's just been really cool and that's like one of the things where you say like you've already stated it a few times is like just throw shit at the wall like just just do it like just do something because yes there's no way I would have ever thought like like initially starting out like oh I want to make a podcast and and I and I imagine it being where it is today like you know like that's just not something you can just think like you can't just be like I want this to happen like it's not going to happen that way you're going to you got to go slowly and steadily like you're just you got to chug along and it's going to be weird and it's going to you're going to have episodes that like initially like the podcast was only getting like you know, 300, 400 views mm-hmm. per episode. And then just, just gets more and more. And that's just like how anything goes. Just, yeah. Keep I think that along. that's a huge, huge proponent of it. Just being term like the, a YouTube video and like a podcast will be terminally online. Unless like, obviously like a guest or something is like 
I don't know, tarnishes the brand, which I I've seen a few come down for necessary reasons. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah like it's still like amazing just to to have that there because you can always go back. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I did that, which is awesome. That's it like is, the best yeah. part about YouTube. It's like, wow, I did all all of this. Yeah, and, it's yeah. fun. It's cool. It's I, I uh, remember talking to Settled and just like he takes so much pride in his work of mm -hmm. like his videos and just knowing like he's made like multiple series of just like really well done and something he's very proud of and something like that's just there forever now. It's just like this nice series like pff, there it is cemented and like he was talking about that. I'm like that's really true. It's just it's cool to just be proud of something and like with podcasting it ends up just i've stated this on some recent podcast but just like the catalog like building the catalog of guests is so fulfilling it's just like so nice yeah know, something nice about i was it. i was i was thumbing through it and i was like holy shit you've talked to a lot of people and that's awesome just to like yeah just it like not only just the inventory it but just like the amount of people you're able to like talk to and it just grows because there's more content creators that pop up like every day which yeah. is awesome and i just get to talk to them so like having like a meetup like that now obviously there were people at the meetup that i hadn't talked to yet you included but mm -hmm. like knowing that i had talked to over half of them already it just felt like we were already kind of closer yeah know, it was cool yeah we could definitely see that. I was still nervous meeting Bodhi, but at least, you know, I, I, I had talked to him for five and a half hours. <laughs> yeah, Bodhi was super chill. That was yeah, awesome. Very chill. Yeah. No, it's cool. I watched. He always, check, he, he always check up on me like every like 10 minutes, like, you all right? You all right? <laughs> yeah. No, you he, yeah. Yeah. He's awesome. He's cool. Just come over, just put your, put his hand on your shoulder. Like, how we doing? Yeah. It's like, shit. He'll let you know everything's all cry. okay. <laughs> I, wa I watched his uh roller coaster tycoon video upload and i was like fuck just throwback to riding on a roller coaster with him yeah that was sick um uh, yeah no, rode next to him on the one where we went in reverse where it blew fire in your face that was a that was a weird one. Oh yeah that was <laughs> one where, that... where the track swapped mm -hmm. yeah i can't can't remember the name yeah me neither no, that was fun. That one. i don't know but that one was crazy yeah those flames sure. are hot Bro, every roller coaster, he put his hands up. He he never once put them down, especially on the crazy <laughs> ones. Like he's just like, nope, hands up always. And I was like, huh? He's like, yep, straight to the adrenaline. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um. Okay, let's see. Okay, uh, Spence Dog asks least. <laughs> Least favorite streamer and don't say why. Just move on. Skate skirt. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> just, just move on. Skate skirt. Right. Yeah. All right. S K A T E S K R T. <laughs> if you want to find him on Twitch? Oh my guy. god. <laughs> um. Okay. Let's see. Uh. Okay. Forty two asks. Well, here I'll I'll ask this first one. I'm I'm kind of like skipping through some of like the the better ones. So, uh, any philosophical musings about the aesthetic qualities of a good emote? Hmm, philosophical. <laughs> um, I'm not a very philosophical guy, but I would say musings about an aesthetic qualities of a good emote. 
I think there needs to be like a little bit of lore behind the emote in terms of like whether it was like on the spot or uh, just the joke behind it. Because like if you have it, I mean, there are some emotes where it just like it just works like the XO RT thing that just became a thing because it was the uh, Pepe laugh or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like uh, just I don't know, coming from like a, a place of just genuinely like it's just like something funny that happened or like something interesting that happened, like the jealousy emote, for example, with foe or like the my queso reaction is a big one in my stream and it's literally just I found it on a wall and I enabled it and I was like look at how fucked this emote is guys and then people just it just stuck people just enjoy doing the chad spongebob meme or whatever I'll also send you that one if you don't know which one that is show me it yeah and then there's like there's like levels to it because like the same guy who makes these like weird one-off emotes like makes more of them in like the same way that is that's oh the, yeah yeah it's just like it's just like a chad spongebob and i was like damn this is like sick so then i just format it into like a personal emote <laughs> and it just it just stuck it's just one of those things where you just throw shit at the wall and see if it works and if people like it then there you go oh my god yeah okay chad SpongeBob. um has Seder? so this is 42 again has Seder listened to the only foe mix Okay, so that is a 26-minute mix that I made with, like, <laughs> it's, okay, so you know, like, YouTube poops? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically, like, any any friend or, like, YouTube video or, like, something that, like, I thought was funny. I added over a, I made a hard style mix, um, and this is something that I've started to do that I've enjoyed doing, is I'll, I'll make, like, a mix of, like, listenable music where it's not just, like, complete dog shit where, like, you can actually listen to it and be like, this is okay, this is not that bad. But then I'll interject, like, popular clips of, like, funny shit that happened or, like, people that I like or stuff like that. Like, I threw you into one. Like, it was, like... <laughs> It was like one part of it is like, all right, guys, this is what we're talking about today. Something, something like the brand new poll blog got released. I just put you in like in the beginning of like a song, like breaking down into like something else. And it was just, it's just funny because I don't know. It's out. Holy shit. Yeah. I'll send you, I'll send you a link. So I just started doing the ones where I put people in um before i would just do like random memes like you know like fart memes or like something like that but um here let me link you this is the only faux mix so this is a very long mix and i would say maybe after the cast you can give it a listen and check it out because it's i'm listening to it right now give me a second that i start off with fucking loud as hell i'm I'm like listening to it on the thing i'll I'll check it out later (laughs) yeah yeah maybe you want to check it out later but it's basically like the beginning is like a meme that I uh, format that I made or it was like foe deciding the name for his like Iron Man, which was only foe. So I'll, I'll always make like a two minute like preamble, like meme joke, and then it goes into the mix. And then that's how that's the format I've made. And I just try to include all my friends in it and make it like a like, hey, that's me. like Or like, hey, I know that guy. That's a. Uh... You know, that's PSAC smashing his desk or something. You know what I mean? Like, I love to just throw to make like shit post memes like this. And just I'm so glad that people genuinely like it and want more of them. So, dude, uh, there's a new one coming soon, but I'm working on it right now. And okay, it, ta- I it, need... take, it takes like 20 plus hours to make one. So. Jesus. Is, is this on yeah. your YouTube or is this on a different channel? 
No, this is this is just my SoundCloud. So this is just okay. one of the. This, it, I just I keep it on SoundCloud for now, but I might start uploading them to YouTube. You got it. Uh, yeah. So is it all right if I have the SoundCloud linked in the description? Oh, yeah, totally. Okay, sure. cool. I'll have it down there. Yeah. Um, so if you want any, uh, you know, interesting musings about faux or roidy or some lore <laughs> behind the streams of where the memes come from this would be a good jumping off point if you're interested but it is 25 minutes so you know I'm temper your expectations yeah um speaking of peace acts you just mentioned him have you been seeing his like random restroom pictures after he got yeah his job? <laughs> i think the I... one he posted today was like don't look at my nipples because <laughs> like know. he's wearing a polo shirt and his nipples are rock hard in it and you just can't not notice them they're just there <laughs> Dude, like I hope bro. I hope he keeps doing those every fucking work day. Like that would That's be an a, amazing collection. Too. Yeah, just like a just having like a huge collection of PSAX mirror pics <laughs> of just where he wears <laughs> to work, and then just like making it do an edit. I can already see it. Oh, that would be like, fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah, we could make that at some point. Maybe when he gets like fifteen images up, we'll make a a jump cut meme or something, and make it an emote or something even. Just oh yeah flashing just a bunch chilling of at work or something yeah yeah pooping on it, company time yeah uh, something like that yeah yeah just call it working working <laughs> yeah actually that's good i might make it right now <laughs> Crop. Yeah, yeah, there we go. okay um let's see okay um this is actually like a real question. So PB Zaddy asks, have you always been funny or was it something you actively worked on? Uh, and yes, you are funny before you're, I don't know. It's like, sometimes I think I'm funny and sometimes I think I'm cringe, you know, but like, I feel like that's the duality of like, just like we've been saying, throw shit at the wall. Um, I also feel like it's vain to like call yourself funny in that context where you're like, I worked on it so hard that I'm funny, but like, I don't know. It's kind of, I, I don't know. I, sometimes I think I'm funny. Sometimes I think I'm cringe, but I think well, that's just like the balance. Okay. The well here, let me, let me ask you this. Like, were you like a class clown kind of? I was school? like, I was like, I to like my friend groups I was, but I was so like reserved and mm. was not outgoing in school. And I think that might have contributed to like my meme humor of being online, just because I was so terminally online when I was growing up. Just like I feel like a lot of people were, but yeah, you know, I was I wasn't like super popular or anything in like high school. I wasn't like the the class clown, but I, you know, I would, I definitely had my moments. I would say for sure, there's definitely some times in school where I was doing dumb shit um, for fun. But yeah, I I I don't know. I think. I guess I guess that's a thing you can work on. I, I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of like stand up comedy, but I wouldn't compare it directly because if I did stand up comedy, I'd probably freeze and do some dude, cringe stand-up. shit. Yeah, stand up comedy it, seems so brutal, dude. Yeah, it's rough. Like, I remember I remember it's Will for a long time. Like, did stand up comedy like as like a. Yeah, he did it when he was like super like sub 100 when I used to watch him a lot. He was like actually going to like comedy clubs. And I remember Riverton did it as well a few times. And then he's like, yeah, it's not for me. There's a lot of people who like genuinely tried it, which was awesome to see. Yeah, that that I mean, that's courage right there to go up and even try. Yeah, 
100%. Sheesh. Yeah, that just seems so brutal. Okay, first off, I'm one of those people that, like, it's hard for me to even enjoy stand-up comedy as a viewer. Really? Yeah. Really? It's, like, I enjoy it, but I never, like, just laugh out loud. It's rare. Like, you, you mm-hmm. got to fucking say something funny as hell, which is... Maybe I just am not. Uh, to be honest, I don't really watch much stand-up comedy. But like, anytime it's ever on, I'm always just sitting there, like, this is so awkward. I get yeah. That that's just me. I, I don't know what it is about it. I would much prefer like something that's funny to me, or like um, really awkward like YouTube videos. Did I, I don't know if you ever watched Good Neighbor stuff growing up, or like, did you ever hear of Kyle Mooney? He he uh, he's on SNL now. Oh, yeah, that's the guy that that's like the weed guy on like the yeah. SNL. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have seen a few of those, yeah. Yeah, he he used to make these um back like wait, I used to watch him as a kid and uh yeah. which is just really cool cuz when he made it on SNL I'm like, "Holy shit, like that's like amazing." Um yeah. but he used to do these like random interview videos where he just like go around to, like an ex like an like a like an expo or something. Or mm-hmm. like a parade or a sports game or something and just go there and just interview people with his mic and just make it the most awkward, uncomfortable thing with like real people. And like <laughs> that shit makes me laugh like 100% of the time because it's just so uncomfortable, but it's yeah. so funny. But with stand-up, it's just hard for me because like, I don't know, I feel like they're trying too hard. I feel like they have to though. I know that's like, the problem. I think I think like just yeah. the format of it is just tough for me. Yeah, I don't know. No, I I, I think that's r- relatable to a lot of people. I think like at first it's like jarring because you're like, damn, especially in like a physical setting. I feel like online or like on Netflix when you watch like big people do it, it's like more normalized. But like mm-hmm. going going to, I've been to a couple of comedy clubs, and at first you're kind of like, damn, like I'm watching my cousin <laughs> do stand up, like, and I've never seen him in that context where like. He was more reserved, and he's just like going buck wild. And you're just like, di- like even that's jarring. Just seeing somebody you've known all your <laughs> life just like becoming a complete degenerate in front of your eyes, like talking about like jerking off with a Fitbit, how it's how it like doesn't count. <laughs> that was like part of his bit where he's like, yeah, like I gotta hit my steps, and he's just making the jerking <laughs> motion. It's like, damn, this is like crazy. I've never seen him talk like this. But it's like, but then you put it in like a random stranger's context, and it's like. Yeah, like you know what I mean. It's like it's it's very yeah. jarring at first, I would say. But I that's think you the get right normalized for it. That yeah. that that's probably it. I just got to get normalized to it. I think if you went to like a few like comedy shows, like you'd enjoy it. I think it's just like a like yeah, normalizing it for yourself, and then it's like not that awkward. But like going up and doing it, it's like ah uh, ah, uh, what do I do with my hands, Ricky Bobby? Like that's like that's yep. scary. Yeah, that's like burying your soul and hoping people think you're funny. Because like you could think you're funny and then go up there and be like damn i'm i am nothing <laughs> you know that's like know. that's like that's like the true realization is doing stand-up and that's also an an insane type of a uh, uh craft craft was, yeah. yeah 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 you got to be very talented and you got to be brave and you gotta like really really work on your material and like yeah to the point where you actually have to almost share it with other people at first and like I don't know like unless you're just really good you're just gonna like just make it and never show anybody until you're up on stage and then just be like fuck like that was weird I, I feel yeah. like I would have to like make material and then like practice it with other people and 
get the timing because so much of it is timing as well. Like you, if you have a great line or a great, like just thing that you're about to say, if you don't have like the timing, right. And everything like it just won't hit. Right. I don't know. It's tough. Yeah, no, I agree. That That's like a thing that you need like people's feedback on, which like a lot of um, a lot of stand up creators do. They'll like especially like people will like give them notes, which is like a huge thing I always hear. Not that I've done it, but or like done it for other people. But I've always heard that people give notes and mm. like give input because like it is like a, it is a whole like reenactment you have to do from like brain to paper and paper to doing it and like reciting everything like the fact that people can do like an, an hour set up there is like <sighs> mind-boggling. I can't even like read a script and remember the first ten lines. My yeah. ADHD is like, yeah, it's just, you know, it's like it is it is truly a craft, and I respect anybody that can do that, like in general. Yeah, yeah. Out there. And then do it like multiple times, just over and over and over and over and over. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, also, sorry to derail it, but I made the the working meme real quick. Let's Cut it up. Oh, yes. This is it. Perfect. <laughs> just love making random dog shit memes. And then I just instantly upload them to 7TB. And if people don't use it or don't like it, then I just delete them. <laughs> you can't have your ratio go down. It's not even like the ratio. It's just like if people like don't want to use it or don't like it, then it's like not a good emote. And then you just like yeah. have the, yeah, then you just like, all right, new one. And you just on to the next one. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just if it sticks, it sticks. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Type of thing. Okay. Yeah, go ahead and send this. No. Uh, Manic asks favorite artistic outlet. Artistic outlet. Just anything, I guess. Like, what? What is your favorite? Is it Twitch? I'd say yeah. I feel like Twitch is like the easiest in terms of it's. I mean, it's not easy, but it, like to hit go live and then just like. Just like talk about your day or like whatever. Like you're literally, yeah, like you just send it. Like it's, and I think a lot of people who don't stream like don't think about it that way because it's like, oh my God, like anxiety of going live. But I feel like in like terms of just do- making it a habit, it's so easy to do that now. And it's so freeing to just like, you know, be able to chill out with people and have fun and have it less stress free versus like making a deadline or like, you know hitting hitting a certain number or goal you want for like an upload or something like that like mm-hmm. there's no there's no expectation like you just hope it's a good stream and you hope that you're like being entertaining enough or um yeah i i just think twitch is just such a good outlet for me like creatively because then i can just in a way you kind of like pour your heart out of like like if you're just not doing anything like if you're just like stationary doing nothing it's like the perfect thing if you have a bunch of energy to just like go crazy and then like when you're done streaming it's like sometimes you you just sit there and you're like damn i wish i kept streaming or it's like now i can like chill out because that was fun yeah dude yeah for me it's like i'll want to end my stream and then i'll end and then i'll literally relax for like five or ten minutes and i'll be like why did i end like i'm feeling great now yeah i get that all the time <laughs> it's like well it, i think part of the reason is because it's so abnormal to take a 10 minute break even though like yeah. at any work you ever do like that's normal like you get it like every couple hours you know like a mm-hmm. fucking break but with streaming it's like no just sit there and then eventually you're gonna get to the point where like i just want to fucking go like sit on the toilet and just relax for a second and yeah. uh 
and then as soon as you do it you're like feeling great again but you've already ended and so like restarting it just seems weird yeah uh that, that's what i felt like a lot during the 24 hour because i had to i had probably spent an hour walking around just because i had to get out of the chair for like mm. five to ten minutes at a time just like i literally had to go outside and get fresh air because i started to feel nauseous from just sitting inside Sheesh. breathing yeah. breathing computer air all day you know <laughs> i just feel i feel like it's natural to just want to take it a is, break and then is. get back at it have you ever just like sent like a long ass stream took that break and then just went live again or have you just always thought about going live uh there's been a couple i think like literally two times where i ended and five minutes later i went live again but it's literally yeah. two times ever i think did, did you feel like it was worth it doing it after or did you feel like damn that was a mistake uh it was just weird because like you know you got a good viewer base and it's not like you should really be focused on that but like if you end with 100 viewers then you start back up and you're you know just instantly back to like 20 or something and you're just kind of like making your way like just trekking back up it just mm -hmm. kind of for some people it's fine but for me it like it like weighs on me it's like uh maybe i maybe i should have just ended like maybe maybe that was like a good ending point and so i'll just be thinking that but like the two times i actually have done it and all the streams went fine they went they went great again everyone just That's came awesome. back and they're like oh okay yeah, what I've what I've started to do, and what a lot of people recommend, is hiding the viewer count, and that as a, also that contributes to a lot of if people are still listening about the other question when you're starting out, is a hundred percent hide your view count, especially if you're like just starting out, because there's nothing that's going to impact you more than like you jumping up like two viewers or something. If you're like say like you're like three viewers and you jump up to five, or like you're nearing you're cresting ten, you know, ten is the new PB, and you're just like, oh man, like I'm on fire today, like. You know, and then immediately, like, you see people leaving, whether it's they, you know, their favorite streamers live or they're got to go do something. And then that's going to directly impact your mood and how you yep. react to, like, what's happening. And that was the best advice I probably ever gotten was just turning that off. And it, it sucks because, like, sometimes when you open up clips or, like, go through Twitch, like, it'll jump scare you. And I'm like, fuck, I didn't want to see that. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, damn. Well, I mean, it looks like I'm doing okay, but like, but like, you know, that, and that might directly affect you. And I'm a person that's like, you know, that, that's just going to be like in the back of my head, just like, okay, you're at this. So I had to turn that off immediately because it just, it affects me personally, but some people can deal with it. And they're like, I don't know that they, they're, they're fine with it, but it affected, I... yeah, it, it, it affected me a lot, but I still always had it open because the times I tried to not have it open. All I'd be thinking about is like, I wonder what my viewer count is. <laughs> and so yeah. I'd eventually just open it again. So like my entire, cause I've, I've had a bunch of different people on the cast tell like that. It, and it is good advice. It is. But like, I never lived that to this day. I always have my dashboard open just with Damn. everything. I, that's badass. I can't do that. Yeah. I'm too much I mean, of a pussy. It's, it's <laughs> not, I can't. it's not as yeah. bad in, anymore. It was bad for like, Obviously, it's bad when you're just on like the, you know, zero to 10 viewers where it's like every viewer is like a fucking 10% like increase of viewers. Yeah. It's and another it just, mountain. Yeah. yeah. But the time it really sucked was when I was just pushing for partner just briefly for like a couple months and just like you see yourself at like 66, 67 viewers and you're like, I just got to fucking get to 75. And then you're back down to like 52 and you're like, fuck, like, 
Yeah. God damn it. And you just, I'm, and then I'm it drops even lower and you're like, what, what is wrong? Like, this is bad. Yeah. Cause I'm, um, I'm, I'm also on the push for partner. I mean, I've only been streaming for consistently for like six months, mm-hmm. but it's, it, that's always a goal you want to hit as exactly. a streamer. That, I, it's like, and even though like they've taken away the incentives from being partnered apart from maybe AdSense or something like that, um, or like the ad break, yeah. uh, whatever the, the new thing is, I think really it's more of just a validation that you've done a good job. And I, I would hope to get to there at one point. It's just I'm more so I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm like I'm on the push now, but I'm just not like in reinforcing like, hey, guys, I'm on the push for partner. Refer equals raid. Like, I can't do that. Yeah. I, 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 it's it's like, you know, it's if it happens, it happens. Exactly. And yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm glad to be on the ride. And if people vibe with my stream, that's more than enough. That's literally like all the lurkers where the lurkers are literally the goats. They are. Yeah, they're helping me on the push. So. And and you're doing it the right way because, like, the last thing you want is to organically, for example, be it, like, you know, 40 viewers and then do a partner push where you're jumped up to 100. Yeah. You get partner and then it's just instantly back down to, like, 40. And it's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, I mean, you got your badge and everything, but it just feels like it was forced – when you do everything just organically, and and this is something I was kind of thinking, like, if you can, and this is, like, impossible to do, but if you can s- basically lie to yourself and say that the partner goal is actually 100 viewers mm-hmm. and just try to push for 100 as your average, then, yeah. like, the 75 just will just come. And it's like, oh, well, shit, I'm already at 75 because... For example, like let's just imagine the partner was actually only fifty, but we've all set in our minds seventy-five. Well, you're gonna right. get the fucking fifty, and it's just like, oh, we're like we're already there. So yeah. it's like I don't know. I just feel like it's better to do it how how you're doing. Like don't don't do a partner post. Just fucking no. Be a good I, streamer. Yeah, I, I I hate I hate checking on metrics, but it's also something that like you if you want to be successful, it's something that you kind of need to pay attention to in terms of like if you're doing enough to like survive and like you know what i mean like if if that's all you do it's it's something that you have to pay attention to even though you don't want to um in a perfect world you know things would just work out and bills would be paid and (laughs) things like that and you could just worry about like having fun but it's also a thing with content creation where you do need to pay attention to the metrics and yeah it's just um it's a little mind-boggling at first especially starting out but i i don't know it seems like it's going pretty well so far so as long as you know things are going decently well should be on the right track which is awesome yeah okay um what's the ideal amount of chi on the bunger oh yeah <laughs> so confused. uh so yeah so i so i used to have an original name like a npc name it was called horvik for my main account and um, recently it got sniped. So what I was doing was during a lot of the uh, or the homie hunts through uh, the homies discord, which is Mick homies uh, clan with Jixie. Um, I would do a lot of those and me and my friend Gorilla would uh, like swap names and just have like goofy names for it. And I left my name is Bunger Cheese because it was just a meme or whatever. It was just, I was trying to think of some way how to say like hamburger, but in like the most like <laughs> stupid way. So I just made my handle bunger cheese, all caps. And then it stuck. And then I was like, damn, I kind of don't want to change my name back. Damn. Um, 
And then the login servers, uh, you know, when the login servers were fucked, where like nobody could like log in or the high scores were all messed up and like it's like a monthly um, basis. Yeah, no, I yeah but, but yeah, yeah, I remember there, there was there was a period where it was extremely long and I changed my name um, from Horvick trying to name swap through like the website, like how you're supposed to do it when you do secure a name and it would not transfer off the account because the login servers were down. So there was a glitch in the system where my name was like being associated with like five different, like I had five names accumulated on one account because I just kept swapping and it wouldn't let me swap that Whoa. account that I wanted to swap to, to my OG name that I've had for like four years. since That the is name so tilting. So it was a like, I'm panicking, like this is happening. And then I secured it on my account again. And then I just... I tried to swap it again on a brand new account that I was going to make like a hardcore or something or try something new just to like, you know, try out new content. And um, I tried doing it through the in-game services and a bot sniped it. It was just a guy who I might have said like, hey, I want to sell this name at some point. And the guy just like kept it on a list and he just had a bot running like for four years and he finally got it. Jesus and Christ. Funnily enough, the guy who bought the name lost to Dino for like hundreds of mills and he got fucking dunked on, which is hilarious. So like whoever whoever bought the name is the guy's name is Horvick in game. Make fun of him because he bought the name, stole it from me, from some other guy who stole it, bought it for probably like two, one to two bill or something extremely expensive and then lost all his money to Dino. So that's a huge L as far as I'm concerned. Damn. Yeah, that's an L. Yeah. Yeah. That's sorry. That was a long-winded story, but no, that was perfect. <laughs> uh, favorite yeah. soda? Uh, I'm a diet man. I only drink diet soda. What about originally. zero soda? Zero. I mean, it's same thing. No, um, it's not. What the fuck? It's the same thing. It's not. Okay, for for what soda brand? Coke. Diet Coke and Coke Zero taste. Well, different. that's okay. Well, that's different. That's yeah, different that's because that's, that's like the, I, mean. I thought you're I thought you were like comparing like one soda to a different soda. Oh no no no! Which, I was just being like I I I hundred percent agree. No, no, I and, think... and trust me, like a year ago, I didn't understand the difference, but now that I've actually tasted two, like yeah. at the same time, I tasted a Diet Coke and a Coke Zero. I was like, oh, they are different. They are way different. Yeah. Coke Zero to me, Coke Zero tastes like dog shit. I'm sorry, really? at least the new I like formula. It. I I hate it. It just does. I'm I grew up on Pepsi as a kid, not mm. Coca Cola. Mm. So I'm probably in the minority of like, damn that that sucks or whatever. Like everybody thinks probably. I think Pepsi Max is probably the best tasting soda out of like the two competitors. Other than that, Diet Dr Pepper or Sprite Zero is the best. Sprite Zero. Sprite Zero is nice. Yeah, they literally taste exactly like the uh, the original. It's just a little bit different. I would say I'm, the Sprite Zero or Diet Dr Pepper because I only drink diet drinks. But Diet Dr Pepper is oh, that's really it's bad. Like I love really? doc, I love normal Dr Pepper, but it, as soon as they try to go zero sugar, it's just like I can't enjoy it. It's just I don't know. I I've, I've much been like so after deluded. <laughs> Yeah, it does. It does. But that's kind of nice. Or like or like diet root beer. <laughs> if like any root beer you like, I feel like is good. Bro. But that's just me. You know, th what sucks is we haven't gotten to a point in food science where we can exactly make the exact same flavor of yeah. like diet versus normal. Because, dude, Bark's fucking root beer normally is insane. I love oh, yeah. that soda. It's great. Like Bark's normal, dude. Like I got a, 
I used to back then like my soda drinking phase where I just fucking drink a bunch of soda because it's just like total total degeneracy. Um, yeah. It's like barely drinking water, you know, just like soda. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. Yep. Uh, yeah, <laughs> good times until you until you're just like just perpetually thirsty and <laughs> nothing mm-hmm. fucking quenches it uh and you're just like overeating because it's just like you're so fucking thirsty but you're like i'm confused with my thirst um but yeah i used to buy like those 12 packs of barks like the gray like 12 packs and just yeah bro the ice cold cracking open a can of barks root beer jesus christ that shit slaps like no fucking business like it has no business slapping that hard my true addiction was soda easily out of anything out of it was yeah and it's so addicting i mean it's just like the fucking chemicals like you just (laughs) it it like it's like food as well i mean if i start getting into like a really bad phase of like perpetually ordering food over and over and it's like pizza burgers fucking whatever it is it just becomes like okay i'm addicted to this now until i finally stop uh, but with soda, it's like a really bad addiction where like, I just remember I would spend all day gaming, all night gaming, drinking soda. And then as soon as I wake up, the first thing I fucking want is an ice cold soda. Yep. That That's when you know it's so bad. It's like, that's all you think about as soon as you wake up. Yeah. <laughs> and that, I mean, that, that's with any addiction. Like I've never smoked cigarettes. No. But that's like what people do is like as soon as you're addicted to smoking and you're smoking a pack or two a day, it's like first thing you fucking do when you wake up, just fucking smoke a cigarette. Yeah, I think. Do you think you have an addictive personality? Because I know I definitely do. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure like almost everybody does. You just got to like, I don't know. I hear the addictive personality and like, yeah, maybe people are more prone to just. But I think the biggest reason is, is like your life just isn't where you want it to be and yeah. so addictions are just so easy to get into it was i mean it was the same thing with uh like weed like i've i've now not you know vaped weed or done any like psychedelics for like almost a month at this point mm-hmm. and it's like it was just coping it was just like and and i still like have well, I'll be honest. I don't really have the urge to do like psychedelics, to be honest. But uh, since the last time, but like yeah. weed, weed still like calls for me. It's it's almost like oh, you know, like that's like a nice thing to do. Like you should like do this again, even though I know as soon as I do it, I'm not gonna feel as I think I do. I'm gonna literally feel like anxious and like this was a mistake, and then just like ruin my night basically. But it's still like there and still like, Oh, like, you know, but what if it's not, but I know, I know exactly what it's going to feel like. And those it's because like, I think part of it is like, I don't have enough going on in my life. So like Mm -hmm. when you're bored, your mind just goes to like, what can just instantly cure this boredom and what's something easy and what's something that will just switch your mindset right now. And like, and to be honest, like I haven't also, I I'm also on a caffeine binge right now, or not binge, but uh, detox or whatever. Oh, so, okay. So I haven't drinking right. caffeine in like a week and a half, and the first three days were just like, just no Miserable energy whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, but, I did that for a while as well. I it, it was really nice to not actually have caffeine, but then I just ended up going back on it. <laughs> it's it's, it's just, just tough because it's like it really has 
real benefits to drinking caffeine. Like, for example, if you're a live streamer, like, yeah. dude, fucking drinking some caffeine on stream, the stream's going to be more just energy. Like, there's just going to be gonna more have, energy. You're going to, yeah. Because, like, a lot of the times I I would drink, like, soda and, and it, it would just, like, curb my... Uh, my appetite or my addiction or whatever for caffeine or soda. And then, cause I just love sweet things. I'm just, I have a sweet Same. tooth. Same. And that, yeah, it was so bad. And like, I if it wasn't, know. if it wasn't soda, it would be candy or like something else. And it would just, it would just perpetually like take over that. And I'm just the type of person where like, mm, this is good. Like, I'm just going to keep eating it and not think about it. And <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> ever since um, I started making cold brew, and that was the first time, like at home, and that was the first time I've ever noticed that coffee had a profound, like, like the amount of caffeine I was receiving from it because it was so concentrated. Had I had such a huge, profound, like, ability on me to like actually feel more like lively or like entertaining or something. And I'm not saying that necessarily contributes to like the addiction but i it's like one of those things where you have caffeine forever and feel like it feels like it doesn't directly like affect you like because you're getting so such small doses of it and you mm -hmm. drank it for forever because i used to drink like a two liter a day when i was in like high school and i was like super fat so mm -hmm. i was just like it was bad and i felt like it had no effect on me and then once i started actually drinking concentrated coffee then i was like oh my god i actually understand like what it feels like to have caffeine so, yeah i mean yeah like even right now, after about ten days of like not drinking caffeine, like if I if I drink even like a Coke Zero, I would get that like ooh, like I'm oh, I'm, I'm, sure. I'm fired yeah. up right now. But I'm like, like deep down, I really just would like to not have any sort of need for it. The problem because like realistically, if I just like stop drinking caffeine completely, mm -hmm. I would have like really maintained energy levels and i wouldn't ever get into because again like because of my addictive personality as soon as i start getting into caffeine it ends up it, it never ends up just being like something just in the morning to get me going it always yeah. ends up being ooh at night that sounds really nice let's fucking pop one open at night and then my sleep's fucked and then i wake up late and then it's just like everything gets messed up and that was the same thing with weed like optimally yeah i would love to just get high every month and just have a good time with it. But I can't hold myself to it because I just, as soon as I have it around me, it's like, why not just fucking send it midday <laughs> or like, yeah. you know, just yeah. holy shit. So because I know I have that personality, I'm like, I'm just wondering, like, man, maybe I should just completely stay off of caffeine and just try to get like, just get used to not needing it. Cause that's the real thing is like, just, getting used to it seeing the contrast of starting and it, it really comes down to like my stream i think of like how am i gonna have a good stream drink some caffeine but if i don't and i just get used to not needing that i don't know i just feel like i'll be a lot like better off it's just really yeah tough. i mean it would you definitely be better off as long as it's manageable i just think like yeah at my stage where i'm at it like the caffeine helps me so much but it's mm -hmm. i think if i think regulating it and stuff like i think i think that could be like a very normative thing to just not do that and drink water because i did that for a long time as well and i i was fine but like i wasn't pushing long hours with without caffeine though i feel i felt like it boosted if you wanted to go like super long yeah that's like yeah or or if you had like a big work day or worked on like youtube stuff before that then mm -hmm. that would like contribute to being 
way more tired and yeah that's like that's like the biggest issue for me is just doing stuff in the background and then managing streaming on top of that trying to be entertaining and not yeah. like a zombie when you have a zombie stream it's like the worst feeling you just feel like you like put in the bare minimum at least like that's how i feel when yeah. i'm like extremely tired yep. it's just an awful feeling yeah i was thinking i was like man if, if and i can't do this because i can't hold my just like i was saying i can't hold myself to it but like i want to bring back sebe saturdays which are just like a little sellout stream and just they go mm -hmm. for longer and it would be fun to have more energy so if i could like somehow hold myself to just okay saturday is the morning i get a drink one caffeinated beverage and enjoy it get a huge energy release from it and then just abstain from it for the rest of the week and then saturday again just one like if if i could do that, that would be like the perfect system it's just so hard to like stick with it yeah jesus yeah and that that just That's comes me, with though. discipline of, that just yeah it just comes with discipline of doing it because like yeah, yeah. yeah for a long time i've been trying to quit soda and then it's like you have one taste and you're fucking addicted again it's just like a drug <laughs> it's, so, it's so bad it's so bad it's so bad yeah yeah all right. Um, you know what? Now I need to ask. Favorite food? My favorite food? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of all over the place. For a long time, it used to be like Chinese food, like General says or something. But now I'd have to say, no. I you really can't go wrong with pizza, but it's such a basic answer. I don't know how to answer this question. Dude, there's pizza, so, pizza always just it slaps. It's so good, and there's so many kinds of different pizza that I feel like it qualifies as a good answer. But yeah. where I grew up, uh, pub style pizza was the was like the the king. It's like it's like my my thing of where I live. So what's, what's pub style? Pub style, or I guess like a bar style pizza. It's like it's like in between like a deep dish and um, oh, it's, so it's, like it's a, more. It's like a pan pizza kind of. Yeah, it's kind of like a pan pizza, but it's like cut in like squares. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so does like, it have it's like, like it's like huge like a large pizza will cost you like twenty five to like thirty bucks here, and it serves eighteen slices in squares. And it's just huge, like I it's kind of yep. it's kind of doughy a little bit, but it's like you know you get an extra bake, so it's crusty, has a nice crust on the bottom. Everything yeah. is like perfectly cooked. That's like that's the best. I just I love that style of pizza. Yeah, yeah, pizzas. So, yeah, I can go to yeah. Basic ass answer, but definitely extra baked pizza for sure. Not like normal, just definitely double baked or extra baked, whatever it is where you guys come from. That yeah. is my favorite. Yeah, dude, have you ever had Papa John's uh, cheesy crust pizza? Uh, I think like once before. Bruh. I can't really I, remember it though. I got I got hella addicted to that back in Alabama. Really? I, I got, <laughs> it, it, and it's because first of all, the Papa John's there was like the only quality f fast food ish place, or I can't. Even, well, it's like kind of fast like food. Like takeout. Yeah. yeah, it was like the only quality like mcdonald's taco bell all that shit sucked like the establishments oh, just horrible. sucked there yeah so but papa john's nailed it every time and uh so you knew what you were getting it was gonna be good it was gonna be fresh and then they released that spicy garlic dipping sauce <laughs> jesus dude yeah. that shit is that that yeah. shit is because a thousand calories of butter bro and, it's yeah. just literally it oil so and good. salt and just it's so it's, good <laughs> it is so good and you dip that you dip that um in, in the 
and I'm I'm obsessed with like the kind of like pillowy dough, like the yes. and Papa yes. John's nails it. It's like literally pillowy dough with cheese in the middle. <laughs> just dunk those things, and it is yeah. just like the most degenerate. Like, don't watch me. Like, I'm gonna lock myself in my room and fucking eat this whole thing, and yep. just oh. Ugh. See, I miss the days where I could eat that and not feel like shit. Oh yeah, those, those uh, well, good days. I mean, did you did do we ever eat like that and not feel like shit? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> think, yeah. Wait, when I was really? like 21, 22, 23, I could literally I always eat, felt bad. I could eat anything. I'd always have guilt. I think the guilt <laughs> started in uh, my senior year because my senior year of high school, I got like really lean. And I started mm-hmm. understanding like calories and understanding like how to lose weight and how to like just I knew how to like control my body weight somewhat. So yeah. I think that was the moment where eating then became guilt, which kind of sucks mm-hmm. to be honest. Yeah, it sucks when food that's just a, becomes that's a, guilt. That's a vicious cycle, right there. <laughs> I know. Yeah, uh, but that kind of happened, and then like I, I could like sort of cope with it or i could just like kind of push it out of my mind in my real deep degeneracy mm-hmm. but it, it's like it always creeps back it's always like what are you doing bro like what are you doing yeah yeah that's that's the voice on the shoulder telling you eat the pizza fatty and you're going dude yeah. it's yeah sometimes you just gotta wanna. yeah yeah it's nice when you can just tell your brain to shut off brain shuts off when you're really hungry and then you've already eaten a shit ton and you're like, what's a what's a little bit more? Like, just fucking go yeah. hard. And that's when your brain just shuts <laughs> off. And you're like, yeah, you've already fucking dug yourself in this hole. I'm just going to shut up now and you just enjoy. And then the next morning you feel like shit. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ever since um, ever since Dollywood, Dollywood was like my like coming to action of like, damn, I need to lose some weight because, bro, they were f- – they were fucking mashing me into like every ride. I was <laughs> I was lucky I got on like two or three of the like ten that we rode on. Oh yeah, because um, Saint like, Tits didn't get on one, and weren't you like right next to yeah. him? <laughs> no, uh, I wasn't on that one. I don't think. I think okay. he was with uh Kelly, his girlfriend. Mm. But um, yeah, there was there was I think it was the Eagle, which uh, you know, this like big like six three like Samoan guy had to like muscle me in to like the seat because there was like a five six woman and i'm like i, I don't know i could kind of make it i think like do, does this need to be 100 percent strapped in and like i went on the ride and we went like in, completely inverted i would have fell out if it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> buckled in but um yeah like just the big ass simone dude just fucking like muscled me into there and i was like thank fucking god because it, it's always like embarrassing just being like a bigger dude to like yeah. get off the ride and you don't get to have the fun experience of going on, especially yeah. paying, especially paying how much money we paid like to not be able to go on all the rides would suck. But yeah. um, my yeah, my older brother, my older brother, um, who I was living with in Alabama, he get, he he's like six foot one or something. Um, mm-hmm. He, I mean, he shot up to like three hundred twenty pounds uh, after college. Yeah. And so like he was becoming really big and he uh just like just it was just like he just blocked it out of his mind for so long and I remember cuz he was suffering with like sleep apnea because of it as I said like when we were living in yeah. an apartment together. And that was before he was even at his biggest, but I was getting worried. I was just like he's like getting like health problems and stuff and so mm-hmm. he just it like it it always has to be like 
the person's initiative to do it. Like nobody can tell anybody to do anything. Like you just, it's got to be their own like thing. But yeah, my brother finally just, it was something I think he told me it was like he was texting this girl that he used to talk to in college. And he was like, so like ashamed to just like kind of show himself to her, I guess, because he had just gained like another, like, I don't know, 60 pounds since he had last seen her yeah, or something. And he was just like, fuck. And he basically just, yeah, he, he just lost like, I mean, he's down to like 190 now over like just Holy. two over just like two years. And all, literally all he did was just ate less. Like he ate the same shit, just less of it. And he just had yeah. to hold himself to it. And like he did the weight just fucking just went away. And then, you know, as soon as he kind of dropped below like 220, he started just like lifting a little bit of weights like once a week. And like he looks great now. And it's like. That's awesome. Yeah. It just it's yeah. It's, everyone's on their own like thing. But fitness journey or like yeah, he, health conscious journey and whatever that is. Yeah. He, he's just like so much just more like he has so much more energy. Doesn't worry as much about stuff. And like, to be honest, he didn't really even change much. He just literally went on a few walks here and there and just ate less. Like, so, and, and, and to be honest, that's when I, I mean, I was never like fat really, but I was getting to be overweight a little bit. I was like, probably like, you know, 30 pounds or I was about like 20 pounds currently heavier than I was now. And it was just like all fat because I was just sitting all day. And then even mm-hmm. seeing my brother, cause I was like, Oh, I'm fine because you're like, you know, 140 pounds heavier than me. I'm, I'm totally chilling. <laughs> but like, as soon as he started losing, I was like, why, why can't I just, you know, lose a little bit. And then, so I just started walking that like yeah. really just changed to, I don't know. It's just, it's just, a mindset i feel yeah, like it's and just a, and mind a, exercising reinforces it a lot of the time like because you feel like if you're exercising why the fuck am i eating junk food and it's like canceling yep. it out yeah and i think I'd, i need to like force myself to get to that stage i really want to start walking again and just do like daily walks i'm just because mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've been coming off covid so i've just been waiting to like not infect people whether it's I mean, it's kind of a cope thing. You could definitely just go outside and walk yeah. and not interact it's, with people. But it's just your own yeah. mindset, and like, and I understand yeah. that's like everyone's different. Like everyone goes through their own thing. If I was being harassed like over and over when I was like just in my degenerate stage, to just come on, man, like lose weight, you'll be happy. It's like shut the fuck up. Like just leave me alone. Let me do my thing. I'll, like I'll get around to it when I want to. Yeah, but it's I don't know. That's that's at least how I see it. Because like with my brother, I would like try to tell him, I'm like, hey man, like maybe you should like do something it just it ended up like being a negative relationship because he just wasn't there yet and then as soon as he was it was easy for him mm-hmm. anyway all right uh, mitch asks so stoked for this one do do you do any graphic design work outside of the osrs community if so what area of design do you mainly work um yeah so he's just interested if you do like graphic design outside of osrs um i've well recently i've just been doing the merch for people which i guess is osrs related but um no i've just been a freelance designer ever since i got out of school so i've just kind of did like small odd jobs for like if you know a family friend needed to like update their website or like something like that there's just like you know small work here and there nothing like super crazy i guess 
Um, but going to like what I would really want to do is, like I said before, just uh, clothing design, my own brand, my creating my own like intellectual property that like I have full control over would be like awesome. That would be like my end goal of like anything I could do in life is just to have a fully functioning brand that works and I can like create my own catalog of like what I would like yes. to wear, but also like I, I don't know. I think I'd have like a kind of scope of what people would kind of maybe want to wear or like things I'm interested in because I've been interested in fashion for a long time. So I think having that kind of eye would is like important, but also like you need to have a lot of money and infrastructure to start that and like a lot of time, which I have not spent doing yet. So that's like a thing and probably like my mid thirties I would want to like start doing, I think. That'd be dope. Like to have it like established by then or like to start it now and like get 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 the ball rolling, maybe do like an internship. I really want to learn how to like cut and sew my own fabric and like make my own clothes at home. I just have no idea like how to start doing that. So I think I need to find a place to intern somewhere locally and then work up from there probably. Once I have some extra time. Yeah, that that's literally like the dream. It's just like I don't know. And a lot of that is like connections as well because you need to like, you know, spend the money and do the research to get like patterns made and like have like the correct factories to order mm -hmm. from and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So it, it's a lot of like who you know, but also like time investment to know like what's worth your time if you're getting ripped off or if you're like spending way too much, which like is like a thing when you're starting. So yeah, it's just some, something I've always wanted to do. I think a lot of people align with is like having their own clothing company or yeah something to that nature where it's theirs i i was recommended a video on youtube it was like showing off joe rogan's uh studio in austin yeah and it just like went through it i was like bro like that would be so cool to have my own little studio where I literally fly out guests to like talk like <laughs> that, that would just sick. like that's the dream for me like that would be so dope have a, just a pimped out area yeah and just oh my god like that's just that sounds sick no that would be awesome yeah that's like that's like the h3 h3 level where they're like they're they're they have like 15 people on staff like editing oh, things doing yeah. stuff in the background then you can fly out people and it's like <laughs> not that big of an expense because you know you're making enough money from the adsense and that's that's what's crazy about the podcast scene that i don't know you know how lucrative it is for like a a runescape sort of section but like when you look at like the big dogs it's like they're making an ungodly amount of money yeah. which like helps help support bringing people on and like you know yeah that sort of thing which is yep. awesome it's just like, yeah, I mean, podcasting is massive. Obviously, it goes back to like almost like our niche. It can be related just like the grandfathers of podcasting, like people who got in early and, you know, got got some exposure. And obviously, True. again, like you said, like an OSRS is a very small niche. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's still lucrative enough for somebody that's not looking to make millions of dollars. I mean. It's been, yeah. I mean, j just because, I mean, I'm just thinking like just over this past, like, you know, hundred episodes, like it's crazy the difference between like the first 50 episodes, just like revenue wise. And then the last, like, you know, 70 
after that. Like the the like the exponential difference has actually been like quite like stark. And then um and then uh after you hit like I think it's like ten thousand downloads a month on Spotify, you end up getting like ad revenue at least with my uh hosting service, you start getting like ad revenue there. So on Spotify mm-hmm. I have accepted like ads like at the beginning and end. Oh that's and cool. like and those pay like even better than YouTube's ad ad revenue, which is just like really cool. So like as soon as like that starts going, it's like it just feels like I don't know. It, it's just really fun to see that because and again, like like you said earlier, it's just it's there on YouTube forever. Like the podcast never end when mm-hmm. when I think of my like my rambles kind of go out of date, kind of. But like the podcast, it's like if you want to hear a guest, like you're gonna go back in time and listen to them. So. Which is cool. Um, I want to ask about what your thoughts are on sailing. I think it was the most applicable skill out of the ones they released. I feel like it's the least damaging in terms of like, well, I don't know if damaging is the right word. I guess it's the most aligned to old school like the, or not theology i guess um just i don't know it's just a, it's just a very old school thing even though it was memed on like i never didn't i never like saw it as a meme i saw sailing when like when they first announced it past like the jokes as like an actual activity that could be used but it also could be in part like a mini game in a way rather than a skill because like you kind of already do sailing with like charter ships in the game as like a thing so then like what happens with that content is that like moved into sailing or like is that just going to be like the content that's been there because then you retroactively would have to go back and like change things which would fundamentally change the game so i think sailing had the best like applicable spot to be in for like content releases because you can just release content with like the islands you unlock and i always liked your pitch where like, if you could go, like, past, like, 54 Wilderness and, like, PvP people, I thought that would have been yeah. so cool Holy on their shit. first pitch. Because I, I, I'm just an enjoyer of, like, every type of content in the game. Mm-hmm. And PvP is a big part of that. I just have fun doing it, whatever, whether it's LMS or, like, actually going out in the wilderness and PKing, even though it's dead. But I feel like if they made it to where it was a fundamentally, like, acceptable thing where, like, the PKers are like, yeah, it's not just, like, a mini game where you click shoot cannonball and it kills the ship or something. Mm-hmm. If it's like actually like integratable with how current PVP works, that would be awesome. But if it's just like some mini game that's like arbitrary and it's like people like it, it, I don't want it to be dead content on release is like yeah. my biggest worry. With like a, like PVP arena was like something that they harped on about how it was going to be great and it is I don't know if you've ever done it, but it is the worst content I think I've ever done in the past like five years of trying to like. <laughs> do it because i needed a pouch for my new peking account i was making and like <sighs> just hopping pains. between worlds to assign yourself to like fight people and then like have like some like garbage like setup that like nobody who's ever pk'd has ever used it's just like the basic <laughs> like lms but like it just doesn't work it's just it's just so bad it's there's so many like check things that they needed to do with qa that they didn't do um i think they should have spent more time on that and made it like actually elo elo uh yes they need to just fucking hire some outsiders and get them to actually make an elo system that's good they did hire uh manked which is awesome to see 
Um, I know he was like going if, through. Does he know about Elo stuff? Because no, I guess that one. I guess he's more focused on just uh, yeah. PvP updates. But yeah, I hope he does some good for it. Like I, yeah, e Elo is so important because, for example, like I just re redownloaded uh, chess. And I was telling you about, like, right before we started recording, I just lost three games. I was in a pissy mood because <laughs> of yeah. it. But, um, dude, they're supposed to put chess in RuneScape at some point. Dude, they, they are. They, yeah, they're they're, they're going to have, like... They've been saying they were going to add it, but then it's on the back burner for, like, a year, I feel like. Yeah, because it's, like, I think it's, like, not even, like, an official update. It's, like, some jmods are working on it on their free time or some bullshit. Ah, uh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Any good updates, just, like, free time, like... <laughs> so true like literally i didn't get paid for this but i want to put this in the game because it's sick it's like thank god you did because <laughs> like everything else sucks it's awesome thank you no but like when i re-downloaded it i was like fuck i probably lost a lot of my skill and i have like just memorizing certain openings and shit like that i just completely yeah. spaced it um but it's elo base so you just go in and you're playing people that are exactly at your stage and it's like this is so nice because it's actually proper elo. Like, yeah. It, it, if you lose a game, you're gonna pl play against people that are even worse, and then you can build yourself up. And you start playing people that are too hard. It's like, okay, if they're too hard for you, you're gonna go back. And it's just, it's perfect, and it works. And like, if they could just do something like that, and like, and if LMS had that, first of all, LMS is a fucking mess because of bots and nobody, dude. There are so. Like, I know that botting is, like, a huge fucking, like, fundamental issue. And you j there's not, like, a simple s solution to it. There really yeah. isn't. So, like, me, I'm going to talk out of my ass right now. And I know knowingly talking out of my ass. But, like, <laughs> bro, if, if you could just have some fucking player moderators that, like, dude, you go into LMS. First of all, you got a bunch of accounts spamming. Just have fucking players that can just mute them or ban them. Just get rid of the people that are just making a fucking mess, shouting out like websites and scam sites and shit. Like, yep. get rid of that. Go into a game. If it's very clear the dude's botting, just have people that are able to just ban them temporarily. And if they can actually appeal and say, I wasn't cheating, like, well, which is never the case. But if that does happen, it's like, what okay. they need more than anything else is a fucking customer service section. Yeah, they are not where... willing to put any fucking money into that. It's like, holy <laughs> shit. No. Dude, dude <laughs> literally, if they were to charge membership at like, you know, 16 bucks, but don't do that initially. Fix your fucking, your botting problem first and then charge us extra. Like, I think the player base would actually be, get behind that. Like, if you could seriously do some damage to the bot, See, there are bots everywhere, fucking yeah. everywhere. Like, I don't, I don't think this might be a conspiracy thing, but I think in reality, like in order for the game to function, they there needs to be a certain amount of bots because they're paying for membership, whether it's through bonds or they're actually paying for it. Because I remember there was some metric where it was like thirty percent of the game or something at at a certain point or like forty percent were bots compared to. The actual I, player base that was active at that time when they were. Doing I mean, I I, I agree with that, but it's like. I, mean, I just think that, like, fundamentally, like, they 
I mean, they they do get the most of the people who like are longtime offenders and they get caught doing dumb shit. Whether that's like mains do it, like actually botting their. That's account the or fucking the problem. They're banning. They're banning like real players that have a one-time offense botting. But there are literally yeah. accounts with like a hundred thousand fucking Zolcano that are just yeah. Yeah, like th- their entire <laughs> account is botted. But they will, yeah. and then like the fucking when when a cold one tweeted. That thing where it's like, we banned over 100 counts this past week. Like, whoa, good job. That's like All fucking right. what? That's like <laughs> one instance of LMS. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, just one yeah. world of LMS. That's, like, that's four games of L- or five, six <laughs> games of LMS. That's <laughs> like, it's that's like, it. Like, yeah. dude, you go anywhere and there are just thousands and thousands of bots. Just like, oh my God, man. I don't know. It just bothers me. And like, if, I don't know. Whatever. If the, if they need to do that, but yeah. they're, they're not even like open about it, which is probably the reason why. They they don't, I don't think they want to be. I don't think they want to be transparent about it because obviously they do probably rely on a big amount of the subscriptions that are bots. But also, like I think the last time they were transparent about how they like regulated bot stuff, like all the guys who made like ant or the botting software would like take that information and then like build the new bot around it so so mm-hmm. like i don't think i don't oh, think yeah. they I mean, like it's... to be transparent for that for those reasons whether because it's yeah. just a security risk i mean that's true but like i just feel like if you could give players trusted players and if they abuse it you know then you lose it and you get banned but like yeah. give trusted players just the ability to mute people and I know they already have that kind of, but nobody ever fucking does anything. And um, allow... I, I see P mods that are should not have P mods. I know. It's <laughs> like, ridiculous. It's the most yeah. ancient system. They never upkeep anything. It's just... No. And then people sell the the account to some other fucking loser. And mm-hmm. it's like, bruh, I'm just imagining myself. And I'm not saying this like, give me P mod. I wouldn't yeah. even want it because I just want to play I the fucking game. P-Mod. But if yeah. I had it and I went to go thieving, there is guaranteed at every fucking world another botting thing. And it's so easy to tell because you open the fucking door to the vires and, and then, yeah, the bot closes it. They go and close it. <laughs> You open it, they go and close it. They stop everything. Go and close it. It's like, okay, this is not a fucking real human, clearly. Like, like, Jesus Christ. Allow somebody to just ban them. Just permanently. Just fucking get rid of them. And and you just look at their stats and their whole account is just banned. It's like, or um, botted. And it's like, you... I ranked everything. 99 thieving with like 50 mil thieving XP. It's so bad. It's so bad. And like... (laughs) I understand you're trying to nuke these bot farms in a wave, you know, that's efficient to do. Yeah. Like it's it's smart to do that. But at least allow players to just pick them apart if they're just there. Like just I agree. Like I give think, players that fucking power. Trust I think players. if they, Yeah, I guess I guess that's also a harder system of getting trusted players. I guess it would make more sense for like content creators that are trusted to like do that because they're naturally going to be playing the game often and they're going to encounter people like i go by zolra every day because that's just how i warm up my stream Mm -hmm. i see like 15 zolra bots a day wearing like blood bark and i know that no human being is gonna wear (laughs) blood bark except except me and then like you know like two other people like (laughs) that i know have worn it at like one certain point like you can it's just so easy to tell they have like ten thousand zolra kc it's just it's that, like that, come on that's the biggest like that is the reason i hate it it's i i know that fundamentally there are just deep-rooted bots everywhere 
but at least get rid of the ones that are so apparent. They're just fucking yeah. everywhere. Like, give people, give players some fucking power to just get rid of them. Oh my god, it's horrible. Yeah, some, of, some of the funniest stuff is like just interacting with bots. Because for a while, if you like ever followed them or like tried to trade them. They would like one tick teleport away. So there was like a lot of like funny shit you could do with like fucking with them or like getting them stuck in a, a spot. It was like some of the funniest shit to do. There's like some there's uh some chat GPT bots obviously now, but like the the yeah. thieving bots advires like a they lot have, like, of conversations, them... like full out conversations with you. Dude, now. yeah, yeah. There, there was one at um at Elves that was using chat GPT because I was like <laughs> I was like, "Yo, are you a bot?" And he's like, "Question mark." And then, and then I <laughs> was like, response, "And then I was like, are you botting?" And he's like, it, "He he literally typed like, um, what did he even say? He was like, are you smart or something?'" I was like, <laughs> "I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is the subject. I like, like where he's going. Yeah, like yeah. like you, like you look at his um account, and again, it's one of those like fifty mil thieving. The dude's wearing like some." Like, he's wearing his rogues outfit, but he's, like, wearing some... He's, like, carrying, like, a fucking hand egg or something. It's, like, you're clearly, like, a... Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, like, I've been it's enjoying just, that a lot, too. Just the hand egg, the bot. Yeah. It's, like, the funniest shit. And, and he was just <laughs> saying, like, the most random stuff. And I was, like... Okay, and that was exactly, like, right after the chat GPT video came out by Sir Pugger. And I was, yeah. like... I, I didn't understand it at first. I was, like, holy shit. Like, this is actually a bot, but, like, he's actually talking. Like, what the hell? That was weird. Yeah, it's so it's so mind-boggling to see bots how advanced they are now. Yeah, I mean that's my rant. My rant on botting. I just get like fed up because it's just nonstop in your face botting everywhere, and there's nothing any normal player can do, even though it's very a hundred percent clear that they're a bot. Yeah, and nobody can do anything, and the report button doesn't do fucking shit. So no, it doesn't do anything. It, that <laughs> that is such a problem. The, the literally one thing they could do is if you've reported a player, send you in your Jagex inbox, hey, that report you sent, we banned them. Just an yeah. automated fucking response. Like, that would do wonders. That would, that would literally do so much. It's like, okay, this report button's actually working. I have never, ever, ever had any confirmation that any report, and I have sent thousands of reports. I swear to God. I've literally sent thousands. I, I send them all the time, still to this day. Because I just think maybe maybe something's happening. But I have no idea if anything's ever actually happened. And Jagex can't even... They'll say, yeah, use the report button. Use the whatever. Like, Can you give us some goddamn feedback? Yeah, they need more transparency with reports going in and them actually being reviewed would be awesome for like yeah. the end user. Because it feels like I report so I used to report so many bots and now I just don't I don't even care. I don't even care to even click. I know because it feels it's useless. Only, it's only people who do seriously offensive language because they're being racist or yeah. inherently offensive. And those are the only ones that get anything done because they just get temp muted or like you know, or their name gets changed. Those are the only two things I see happen: is getting temp muted, or yeah, like your offensive username. Your name is like Cum Swallower Five, and it gets like you know what I mean, because it's just like inherently sexual, and it just gets, and they just become Cum Swallower Six. You know what I mean? It doesn't change anything. Yep. <laughs> their filters also are horrible. Like me and Global Gorilla have like went through and just like tested the the name profanity, and you can. You can literally put like penis, like huge cock, something. Like you can do like so many horrible name combinations and bypass it just by doing like all caps or 
yeah. like like full 12 characters you can bypass like horribly offensive words that should not be names so yeah that there that just needs to be a whole internal thing with the profanity filters that need to be updated yeah pretty yeah. bad um bad. yeah that's uh, i don't know i just i think about that a lot because it bothers me but yeah that 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 alone even if you didn't give players the power to ban people at least just notify us using it. Just update a system, spend some fucking money, Jagex, on your game, and allow automated emails or like little Jagex mails to be sent to your inbox of saying reports that you've sent yeah, that where the accounts yeah. have been banned. Like, that's it. That, that's all they need to do is just put it in an in game system. They don't need to create any like extra infrastructure. If they yeah. can figure out how to code that, that'd be great. Because that's amazing. exactly how Twitter support is. Where I know there is, that works. There's recently people that we've reported that were like, you know, doxing somebody or somebody close, and then you all. It's like we have received a report and we are on the way to solving it, and that's all you need to do. Because then you feel it feels like you're actually doing something. But then they actually say that the, that account was banned. Like they'll right. Yeah, like that. You need that. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, that wow. validation is important for that. They just need customer support. They they need to stop bullshitting and just actually have customer support because unless you're an actual content creator and you get wrongfully banned, that account is nuked. Like you can't Dude, even. It's true. It's true. It's it's fucking awful. I am I am in a very people. privileged position that if something happened to my account, I know that I could get help quickly. Yeah. But ninety nine percent of the player base doesn't fucking have that. No. <laughs> like. And trust me, because I, I was that... at one point banned, and I wasn't a, a content creator, and it just felt completely helpless. I was like, okay, well, there it, there it yeah, goes. Yeah, you're, you're like, fuck, now i got to make a new account. Yep. Yeah, and the thing that's even worse is that I you never want to be the guy that ats Jagex Ash or, like, Trident. Not Trident now, but or I, I don't know what's happening with that. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, like, you, you never want to <laughs> be the guy that's adding the people on Twitter, like, hey, man, can you lock my account? Somebody fucking hijacked me. And, you know, you might just be like a PVM -er or like somebody in a clan or something. And like if you don't, yeah, if you don't have like any poll or like notoriety or anything, you, it just look like, first of all, you look cringe because you're adding people and you're yeah. bothering them. Second of all, you don't have customer support. So what do you expect? Like you have to you have to do something. It's like a time of action where somebody's stealing everything off your account, potentially. It's like all your years of progress that, that the account will inevitably be compromised. Which thank God they're starting to do something with Jagex accounts. Yes. At, least there's a, at least there's a little bit of a sliver of like after an ten idea. years. <laughs> yeah, after ten years <laughs> of having our accounts years. be remade like five times, finally capitalize that. a fucking letter in our password. Yeah, now that but, was I didn't even know that that case sensitivity wasn't a thing until somebody told me like a yeah, year ago, and I was bad. like, I've been typing Captain for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. I was like, oh my god, that's horrible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they are doing s very, very small steps if it's convenient for them and if it doesn't cost too much. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. pathetic. It's um, sad to see, but I guess it's a realistic thing when it comes to budgets and stuff. Yeah, I mean, at least they haven't flooded our game with microtransactions quite. I mean, bonds, but like as an Iron Man, I don't have to deal with that. True. As long as you keep That's that, I mean, I'll, 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 keep, yeah, I'll, keep, I'll keep playing. That, I will say. That's one of the other coaches going back to like the difference between mains and irons. Like even though Iron Man sucks now because mains just have it so much better and they still have collection log and everything. At least 
I'm competing with people, you know, that cannot buy gold no matter what. Cannot, well, and this is my own thing because I just don't enjoy alting. I don't enjoy other, playing other accounts. It's like, just alting sucks. I'm just going to say it. That, yeah, but that's like a very subjective. That's me. Like, that. that's how I feel. That's how you feel. That's how some people feel. But, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. But if Playing, I like, enjoy accounts. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know if you've watched Cox's streams lately when he has, like, eight accounts open doing that. Like, that's fun to watch, I will admit. Like, it's cool to see just some crazy alt methods, but... Yeah, but me personally? <laughs> yeah, not my thing. Yeah, not my thing. I used to do that. I used to play, like, four accounts at once, and that is so mentally taxing. Dude, to it's, like, a head, it's a chore. It's literally, like, dude, having, like, uh, what are they called? The Rune Dragon. I had, like two or three rune dragon accounts on top of like playing an iron man on the side afk on top of like that's like your brain at full capacity like when they say like, you only use like 10 percent of your brain that's cap like you're using like at least 80 percent to 100 when you're doing all that just imagine streaming on top of having like six things open and then reading chat and then like interacting with people trying to be somewhat entertaining while like not dying on all the accounts like oh my god that would that would age me twenty years. Oh yeah, <laughs> gray Easily. gray hair or no hair? Oh shit! Maybe you yeah. just, maybe you could sponsor gray <laughs> hairs from that hair yeah. hair growth hair regrowth. Program. Honestly, when when uh, when when the hair grows in and you're balding, when it starts growing in gray, it's actually way better because it it looks more like natural. It's like it's like if your hair like started blonding or something because yeah. it's at least with my skin complexion because I'm extremely pale, it would it would probably look better. Then, uh, I don't know, if you have a completely, like, brownish, blackish hair and you're going bald, it does not look good on fair skin, I would say. Yeah. It's when you start getting older and it starts coming in. You get the silver fox syndrome and then you're chilling. <laughs> That's what I'm waiting for. It's my golden age. All right, Uberu. I'm going to ask you for three shout-outs before we wrap things up. So, um, yeah, send it. Come can I shout out groups rather than like a specific person? Fuck no. Yeah, you can do it. Yeah, you can you can do whatever you want. Okay. Uh, first shout out would definitely be to the Goonies. They were my like they were my rock when uh when we all split off from the the It's Will uh, streaming days before he became like a mega superstar of the Twitch television. So shout out to the Goonies, everybody in there. I love you guys. Um, shout out to the homies. Which is uh, Mick Homie and Jixie's clan. I think a couple other people created it. Can't remember who, but everybody from there has been an extreme friend to me and has supported me. And I really just love everybody in the homies. I appreciate everybody who has like come by the stream and been a genuine friend. There, there are genuine friends in there. So if you guys need a clan and you're not extremely weird. <laughs> like, pull, pull up to the homies. We we do not want weirdos. I'm sorry. If you're a weird person, you could be weird, but like, you know, just don't be weird in the clan or something. Um, I would say third shout out would be based uh, every base member. Thank you for welcoming me. And uh, yeah, I'm just so fortunate to be invited to all these things and to be invited on your podcast. And I'm honored, honestly. Just shout out, shout out to everybody who's been genuine and uh, everybody's been amazing. So, yeah, thank you. Oh yeah, no, it's my pleasure. Seriously, this was uh, this was a blast. This was four hours, dude. Holy shit! Yeah. Time, <laughs> it's time. Been four hours. It's been four hours. Oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> they fly uh, by, dude. 
Yeah. Every single one flies by. Like I just no. I I I I check every now and again and it's like, oh it's shit, it's been two hours. I think I feel like it's been twenty minutes and then all of a sudden it's yeah. It's yeah. Like, it's crazy. Um, all right. So guys, down in the description, be sure to follow Uberu on his Twitch, his Twitter, his YouTube, his SoundCloud, his OnlyFans, maybe, whatever other links. So do you have anything else? Uh, no, I think that's it. Thank you for having okay. me on. Appreciate it. Yeah, no, it's it my pleasure, as I said. And uh, all right, next week, I have not actually gotten a confirmation from Nine Rain quite yet if he'll be on this coming week, but um, we'll see what happens. And but the week following, we'll be having Hey Jace on the cast, which okay. is a long time coming. Um, and now, no longer will I go into his stream and somebody asks, Hey Jace, will you be on the Save A cast? And then he's like, well, you just made everybody really uncomfortable <laughs> again. <laughs> they used to do it every time I like pop in and somebody mentioned it. So that'll be forever done now. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. So, And if you guys want to support the cast, down in the description, you can pledge a uh, small pledge of $2 on the Patreon if you guys want to support monthly. And yeah, that's it for me. Uberu, any final words? Um, get Hemi's on the podcast. I know. I I gotta get him on so fucking blowpipe will stop. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, yeah but. James blowpipe is gonna be piping a little yeah. bit. Maybe, until, maybe uh, I'll just get blowpipe yeah. on first and just never have Hemi's on. Just get blowpipe <laughs> on like twice in a row or something. Yeah, that'd <laughs> no, be crazy. I, I I'll I'll love to get Hemi's on. Um, cool. Again, it's one guest a week. I mean, I I haven't even had MMORPG on yet. You know, like there's a the tons of guests I haven't. True. had the pleasure of speaking to quite yet but it's just going to take some time so anyway thank you guys for listening and we'll catch you in the next one peace Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.